0: Hello and welcome. Where is Ben these days? My uh, my name is Dan McGuinness, this is the Hack the Dino and we're still working from home.
1: We've seen Ghost of Tsushima gameplay and our first look at Unreal Engine 5.
2: And we're talking about the best game of this generation.
3: And, and here I am, a Metal Gear movie on tonight's Critical Path. (laughs)
0: that what, intro up didn't i
3: <laughs> ah welcome to my world we are hack the dino this is our critical path and this is the 97th time we've done this 97 times you know what that means no we have 98 life and we're just talking over each other i'm ben rosenthal and i'm here to introduce you to everyone else who uses the words like me but much better maybe uh standing and oh i should do this like a wrestler's entrance yes Ladies oh, and gentlemen, introducing, standing to my left, I think, weighing in at two hundred twenty-five pounds and standing at over six foot three tall. It's not me. He's the limb collector, <laughs> Dan McGuinness. Yeah, fucking you, right. superhuman. <laughs> and what his wrestles? opponent. I assume that's what wrestlers do. <laughs> and one of his opponents for this evening, weighing in at four hundred and sixty-five pounds and standing at six foot eight. He is the game anthropologist Woo! Bobby Starrick.
0: I'm gonna beat him so bad with his own mother's leg.
3: And they are both facing the incomparable.
0: The incompetent.
3: <laughs> the incompetent. The inconsonant. The incorruptible. Millennial Falcon, Braden Dixon.
1: Oh, you're my episode 97, 97, year I was born. In it to win it, baby. You're born in
3: 1997. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Anyway, uh if you too were born in 1997, or just outrage at Braden's audacity being born a good. 20 years after most of us had been around you can find us over on youtube 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 at youtube.com backslash hack the dino where we put up nonsense stuff like top 10 vomits and (laughs) other ridiculous stuff but youtube.com backslash hack the dino head over there watch our videos and subscribe this show will be up there Shortly after we've finished, uh, if you also like seeing our faces, you can do so over on Mixer and on Twitch, Twitch.tv/backslash Hack the Diner, which is one of the only places where you can see us live at the moment. I say one of the only because you can also see us live over on Facebook, but
0: but but I don't have don't... a gra- I don't have a graphic for that.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I was trying to skim over it. Facebook, Facebook's really good at you know. Um, having old racist aunts t- type really bad stuff. But if you want to ignore that, head on over to our Facebook group at hackthedino, Facebook, facebook.com backslash hackthedino. That's the one. Uh, there you can uh, talk to other like-minded people, read the internet gaming news, and I don't know. What do I say, Rick? Destroy Fog, the-
0: Flog a dead horse.
3: Yeah. That one. That, that flog. Flog. That's an Australian that word for. Flog.
0: Feeding.
3: Flog in the log. No, not that beating. Uh, But if you don't want to see any of this, you can, of course, hear our podcast over on Spotify, over on iTunes, over on all the other uh, podcast apps if our visages harm your eyes. What have we been playing?
0: Um, What have we been playing? That is a great question. See, this is why I can't get my shit together. What? What we've been playing.
1: It's all right, Dan. I'll be on the buttons soon enough.
0: Yeah, I, 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 you with me. You either get a great conversation or the buttons working. So, <laughs> uh, although although I haven't given you you guys any of that tonight this week, um, but we'll, we'll get there. So, I, am I first? I am first. Let's see what I've been playing. So, I've been playing. I'm going to move it over to the game now. I've been playing full game. That's Brayden. Um, I've been playing Hunt Showdown. So we did a, a live stream of this on last Friday and Sunday. You can see here I've picked the spot where I'm not moving. Um, and that's a horse's Willie. So this game, it's great. Brayden's laughing at me off, off screen. <laughs> I, I can't handle it. Um, so basically this is an online game. We all got together. They had the, the Dino stream team I had in there. I've had Floppy. I've had Engels. I've had Anna. I've had me. I think that's all it's played um we've been in there brad and i played friday the
3: 13th no for this game oh sorry i wasn't paying attention that's fair enough
0: um so basically you go in as a team of three uh it is an online game only so it's one of those kind of vibes you go in as a team of three you are up against three other teams of three uh uh, people playing then you um i just saw some pretty funny comments hello in the chat. Oh, man. I'm just going to try and get my shit together. It, I? I can't do it. Um,
1: I believe in you, Dan.
0: I know. I, know. I, just I don't. To, I just have to calm down. I've, I've had a, an ampy day. I had too many coffees, and now I'm all like... Pff, pff, pff. Now, so you go into this game. This game was good fun. So we went in. You're up against three other teams, and your goal uh, as bounty hunters is to get the bounty. So you've got the bounty in there, which is a monster. It's set in Western times. So uh, you're all cowboys, and you've got slow... Guns and stuff like that. So the goal is to get to these points, which give you clues. Um, so you have to get of of where, and it narrows the map down. It pulls down the map, uh, making the map smaller, which is you know showing like where the monsters are. So I have to get three clues. It shows you where the monster is on the map. You go to the map, uh, the monster, and you kill him. As soon as you kill the monster, you then have to banish the monster. Uh, and that takes like about three minutes. Once you're banishing the monster, everyone else on the map who are also trying to get this monster, they are alerted to sh- to say where the monster is getting banished. So all these other players come at you and um and you have to protect your bounty. Then once the monster de- at you Yeah. And then once the monster's dead, you get a token and you can hold on to that token. you can drop it if someone kills you. So you can basically do all the work, and then a teammate another team can come in and steal your bounty and it's bailed. Once you've got your token, you go to your extraction point and then you have to wait for 30 seconds for the extraction to get you out. And that's how you win a round.
3: So, so you have to, you have to um, wait for the monster to come on at you. Come on. at uh, Yeah. And then uh, wait for him to extract for th- after 30 seconds. No,
0: uh, I'm not going to get into it. It's an online game. You're all trying to kill a monster. You're in teams trying to kill a monster. I should have said that. Um, it's, a pretty cool game. So there's all these crazy little elements in the game. So you got like not only you have the monster, which is like a giant spider, or like a um or a giant pig man or you know, stuff like that. But you also have all these other kind of crazy monsters like, you know, uh, ladies that have bees in them and then the bees attack you and they'll attack you until like, you know, uh until you kill the lady and stuff like that. Uh you also have like great uh every character so you have permadeath. But you you yourself have you upgrade. Your, like, as, as the player upgrades like levels, but you also your uh, character- trigger warning
3: here. Anyone who's seen Neverending Story, uh, don't <laughs> watch this segment. Skip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: uh, yeah, so you
0: you as a player have have an upgrade system, but then also your play your your character that you have it has at level as well. Once you get past level eleven with your playable character, if you die in there, you lose that character completely, and you have to bring in a new character, so you lose all of its perks and everything. Oh, there's the spider. Um, so that was really, I I think that's a really cool thing as well. So you kind of like swap between characters. All your weapons are upgradable, swapping stuff in and out. Um, yeah, it's just a great fun game. Um, you have like, yeah, so the enemies are great. You have like normal zombies. You have like zombies that are on fire that when they get near you, they explode. You have like swamp monsters. They're these like, uh, yeah, monsters in the swamp that are little tentacles that come up and pull you down into it. It just Creates a lot of funny, ridiculous online moments, and it's very, you know, like laughy. You're doing stupid stuff, like it's just a fun game. And then you get so you're playing it, and then you forget that there's all these other players in the map as well. And you're like, and you suddenly you come across dudes, and you're like, Whoa, and you're fighting dudes, and then you go into monsters again. My um, some uh, like critiques on it though. I it's only got online play, you can't, there's no campaign or anything like that. So if you don't have any mates, it's, it's bloody rubbish. Um, but apart from that. That's what I've been playing. Do you, reckon that, that, like, do you guys have an idea of what that is? Like,
1: I was going to say, yeah, my one question for you was going to be how you rated the monsters being someone who loves some, like, B-grade horror films and stuff.
0: There, there, are, there are some great monsters in there, like, uh, I, and I didn't even see them all. Um, I remember Floppy, he was terrified of the pig man, uh, yeah. which is fair enough. Um, you have stuff as well like monsters like so if you if you've there's fire elements in there, you can throw Molotov cocktails and that, there are monsters that are on fire. But if you catch fire, you actually have to pat yourself down and pat yourself out. Otherwise you just stay on fire. So there's all these like things like that. You've got three Can you chu- do
3: better dunks then?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. you be on you're on fire. Yeah, great. Uh, great. stupid. <laughs> 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 um, the graphics are really, really, really good for an online game, I thought. Um for pure like Beautiful grass effects, lighting effects. When you do a night one, you've got a torch on you. All the, um, all the, uh, like, you know, the shadows, like, of the other players in your team, you know, uh, they throw shadows out and stuff and makes it all creepy and eerie. We got some people there that everyone hates. Everyone hates the spider in this game. We can see the chat going like crazy for, yeah, no spiders. (laughs) Um... The spider is terrifying. It's a giant spider. And when it lifts up, it's like, you know, those, it's, it's mandibles. Is that what they're called? Yeah. 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 It's like that. There's a a human face in there, like in a scream pose. Like it's, it's just horrible. And yeah, we did a bit of, a bit of housekeeping. We did, so if you want to see us more of, of, of of this, I we did an edited stream. I did an edit down of the stream on our main channel on Hack the Dino, So You can go over there and look at the let's play of it. I edited down like four hours of gameplay into six minutes. <laughs> so it's the, it's the cream, it's the cream off the top. So um, that's what I've been playing. Does uh does anyone else have a game they've been playing? I'm um, I'm sorry, that was like the worst. I, I from now on I'm not going first, eh?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh that's part of the fun because now us three <laughs> you've got all the rubbish out the way and we can just relax that we're gonna stuff up and look awful because uh, the bar's been set so low now we can just relax for well, the rest of the
0: episode it all started like when we were talking before the show was on and i looked in there with eight
3: seconds until we were on i thought like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, and then i just couldn't get my mind back from like being the button presser
3: we'll be back in the studio soon and then we can go back to yelling things at brayden and he can go "Oh uh, yep, yeah, hang on yeah, that, that very that, composed I, I'm looking forward to it yeah so we need to um, we also need to get the these the
0: emotes on the screen oh yeah,
3: yeah keep going uh you know what I'm not looking forward to talking about this game that I played uh so Bethesda came out with the blades or uh not Skyrim. it's uh that other one but blades it's a free mobile game and it came out on switch uh last week. So it's free to play. So I thought, okay, no, there'll be some microtransactions in there. I'll give it a go. Um, it's basically Skyrim with, with a lot less story, a um, lot less graphics as well. At one point, I was in a dungeon doing a dungeon crawl, and that the, the join in the two uh, in a wall where the two graphics line was misaligned. <laughs> there was just like this really. I took a, I forgot to upload. It. I took a photo with the Switch with but yeah, there was this line very visibly that they haven't. Uh, melded or meshed together i don't know i'm not not a dev guy anyway what you can see on the screen here is the fighting uh the fighting is awful on the switch in order to strike so you go into a it's a first person obviously um but you go into like this fighting mode where you have to hold both the l and r button on the switch controller and that readies it and then you release them to strike uh and then you have to hold them again to get yourself ready uh, to use your shield, you have to use the left thumbstick press up at the time that the strike's coming in in order to block it successfully. God. Um, yeah, it, it's horrible, horrible mechanics. Uh, <laughs> uh, the character creator is straight out of Skyrim as well, but with a lot less options. I think the maximum you had is six options. Can I just uh, say, your character. this game, look shit <laughs> <laughs> i was getting to that dan uh this game is shit i uh, oh, oh, sorry i i, I, I... <laughs> like it's it's pretty awful uh it is super <laughs> super pay to win like the graphics are this is a mobile game remember uh it is super super pay to win uh to the point where you're upgrading your town uh in order to rebuild it because it's been decimated by the evil queen Uh, and you go on little fetch quests in order to do that. But the fetch quests are all pretty much the same, and they take place in, like, a dungeon or a forest with a single path, and it has one or two hidden items. And guess what? The one or two hidden items are on that path that goes off to the left every single time. You go off to the left, oh, you found the secret passage. It was just over there around a bend. It's not really hidden, is it? Um, So you come back and you upgrade part of your town, uh, it's got that horrible thing where in order to upgrade equipment, you need to uh, collect minerals and wood and everything and then take it to the blacksmith. And then he has to uh, craft it. And of course that takes anywhere from 30 seconds to 10 minutes to two days to seven days. Uh, but you can skip that. Don't worry. You can skip that by paying real money for in-game currency and just skip it. It got to the point I played it for probably an hour and a half uh and i couldn't play it anymore purely because i didn't want to pay any money and give it to these jerks um i've written here i may go back to it i won't go back to it i saw it just before on my game um on my switch i thought yeah i'm just going to delete that but uh not fun not not a not a good time for anyone uh it'll make you go blind so don't play it if you like your site is that is that the end of your review? Don't play it if you. Value... Oh, sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry. This game's shit. Oh. There you go.
0: Yeah, don't don't play it unless you value unless you don't value your eyes.
3: Mm, mm,
1: mm. Just go pick up Skyrim again for like nothing.
3: Yeah, well, I've got Skyrim on here, and it, honestly, it did give me the hankering to go. Oh, maybe I should. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I will. I think I'll dive back into Skyrim. Nice. Speaking of diving back into games, we've played, Brayden. What have you been playing? <laughs>
1: Um, so quite literally, I've played nothing new this past two weeks. I've only been playing Animal Crossing and um, jumping in with Friday the 13th with uh, you guys on the stream. And then Alex has been wanting to play that as well. And then I also just picked up Predator Hunting Grounds and Pokemon Sword. We're going to start those.
0: I think we're um, going to be playing Predator Hunting Grounds this Sunday, aren't we? On yes. The stream. Yeah. So if you guys want to see us play Predator Hunting Grounds again, we are playing this Sunday at 7pm on the old Twitch
3: can't wait till we all play Fortnite together, right, guys?
0: We're never playing that. That's rubbish. You've got an Xbox. You'll be able to play heaps of stuff, though. Do you know? Um, know <laughs> do you know that Hunt uh, Hunt Showdown is cross-platform? Now I saw that. Ooh, Ooh that's smart.
1: Very Ooh. smart. But you have to. But, buy yeah. it.
3: but you have to buy it. Yeah, uh,
0: it's
3: not on Games Pass. No, it. Dan shakes his head disappointingly. Yeah. Anyway. So Floppy, what gonna are you play playing? Oh, Braden, you're going to play Pokemon Sword and Shield. Well, boy, oh boy. Now we, we can talk. We can talk words because I know the Pokemon Sword and Shield very well. You're going to get the extended DLC as well. That comes out this month.
1: I want to because uh, the, uh, the, the, the adorable Pokemon that you get at the end of the fighting of the tower.
0: The little panda dude?
1: Yeah, he's adorable. He's so cute. Yeah, oh, no. The, man.
0: the chat is calling you a fake gamer,
2: uh, Braden.
3: <laughs> fake gamer. Fake gamer. That's me. Anyway, uh, so you, yeah, all right. Floppy, what's going on?
2: Oh, I've been uh, delving into my pile of shame of games that I haven't played for, I don't know, six years. And I picked up Alien Isolation on my PS4. Uh, so this came out in 2014. It's a survival horror slash thriller that um, is actually canon with the first two Alien films. And I believe maybe Prometheus, but that is what Speaking
3: it is. Speaking of canon, do you know what else is canon in regards to Alien? no. Buffy. Buffy exists in the same alien verse. Found that I don't out know what to say day. to that. Uh, you can just say, you're right, Ben. You're awesome.
2: You're right, Ben. You're awesome. Thank you. Continue. Yeah, we're good. Uh, so in this game, it's actually set <laughs> 15 years after the first alien film. So Ripley's floating around in space after saving, well, sorry, blowing up the Nostromo uh, and kicking the alien out the back door. Um and you play her daughter Amanda, who's not actually referred to until Aliens, because she's passed away because she was old. Uh, but you play Amanda Ripley, 15 years after Alien, going out. She's been searching for her mum, uh, and you hear about a flight recorder for the Nostromo that's been picked up onto a station, a station that looks remarkably similar to the one that Ripley was on in the first film. Now, when they've done this film, uh, this game, it, they have gotten all the data. Uh, it was terabytes of data from the guys that made the film uh, back in 1979. And they have spent ages, well, I don't know how long they spent, but they put a lot of effort into recreating the look and the feel of uh, that 1979 sci-fi. And it is phenomenal. Like, it is so good. The The look of the architecture, the feeling of all the technology, it really looks like they've built up this world uh, to look futuristic from things they had in the 70s. Like, it is it is so good. You actually feel like you're inside that movie. What are you talking
3: Um, about, 70s? This is in the future, Floppy. they got spaceships.
2: Yeah, but so they built that movie in the 70s. It's the future 70s. They built the the movie? They filmed it?
3: No, Floppy, it's in the future. We don't have spaceships, and we didn't have spaceships in the 70s either. Yeah, we did. What?
2: (laughs) Um, So one thing I was really (laughs) surprised at...
1: If we don't get into a uh, if we don't get to a future where everything gets really filthy really quick, like no, no future tech should be clean
3: and neon lights just everywhere, everywhere
0: neon. Hey, hey man, have you, have you seen how cheap neon lights are these days? Every every kid's room has a, a strip lighting nowadays.
3: <laughs> hey floppy, what do you think of neon lights?
2: Oh, I like the lighting. The lighting this game in particular was really good. <laughs> The, the lighting does look beautiful it is look they use uh, shadows they use like that you can see like the um i guess it's smoke and sort of really and spotlighting they use it really well and it really adds to the atmosphere it's actually terrifying you'll see your um shadow get cast on the wall that'll scare the bejesus out of you yeah, I love and it actually like makes that. it feel like a game that was made maybe last year or this year not one that was made six years ago
3: again floppy
2: yeah it's in the future Sorry, mate, you're right. Sorry, in the future. Um, But that does fall apart a little bit when you see the character models, which are a little bit dated. But um, I'm totally okay with that because the atmosphere of the game and the storytelling is really good. Now, the alien in this, there is is only one alien. So it sort of takes after the first film in that aspect. Um, And they put a lot of effort into the AI of the alien. So the alien doesn't follow a predetermined path. So, you can't just sort of time it and work your way around it to avoid it. This thing will hunt for you. If you leave a door open, it'll come and see why. If you knock a canister over, it'll investigate that sound. You'll hear it in the vents above you, in the rooms next to you, and you'll end up just hiding. I've spent probably 20 minutes today already just hiding in cupboards, watching this thing prowling around outside, just praying that it didn't hear me breathing. My um Maya, floppy. App.
3: floppy. It's not in real life, mate. It's just a game. You don't need to hide
0: in a <laughs> My uh, My workmate's playing this game, and he said he was like playing it, and he got into a room, and there was no way out, and the alien was just waiting out the front of the room. And yeah. he's like, I, he goes, I can't get out. So he just put put it down to easy, like the setting, and the, and the, <laughs> and the alien just ran off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing on sort of, I think it's normal. Um, and yeah, look, you don't fight the alien. This is not a game about uh, sort of about fighting it and trying to beat it it is about trying to avoid it trying to distract it and and stealthy way around it uh you can't take this thing on if it gets a hold of you it's tongues coming through your face or it's tails coming through your chest
3: (laughs) just like my ex-wife jesus i don't have an (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife i I wonder why (laughs) because i'm a catch
2: yeah look i'm really (laughs) enjoying this game it is awesome it is gripping it's uh It'll terrify you if you like sci-fi. If you like a bit of horror and you're through it, it's definite get into. Like it's so good, especially if you're a fan of the Alien franchise. Like I really am, and yeah, it's just it is like it was made. Well, it was it was made purposefully to fit into that, and they've done a great job. Good, it's a great job. How many how many face huggers would you give it, Floppy? I would give it six face huggers. Six. Out of seven. That's a lot of fairy eggs. You got to wade through. You get perfect. those things that got to go down your throat.
3: Yeah, that's right. Did you say furry eggs? No, I said news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the news. The disapproving dad look. It's what I live for. And cry as I go to sleep. Uh, News! we got some news. Uh, The first news item I sprung on Dan probably half an hour before we went live. And as such, he didn't have any footage. So I'm just going to talk about it here very, very quickly. Uh, Christopher Nolan's new film, Tenet, debuted its trailer in Fortnite today. Oh,
0: really? Oh, I heard about that. Like weird stuff like this happening.
3: Yeah. And then uh, Jeff Killey later announced today, so probably two or three hours ago, that there's going to be a free screening of the entire film in Fortnite.
1: Oh my god, that's insane.
3: So I mean, with all the concerts and all this sort of stuff, Fortnite is no longer a game. It's a media platform.
2: It's bloody dumb. I hate it.
3: Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Townsy in the chat destroyed Alien Isolation versus Predator Hunting Grounds. <laughs> that's a great title. Uh,
3: so all all praise Fortnite, our new overlord. Uh, speaking of overlords, there's been a new Mario Lego set reveal or add-ons. Uh it is an add-on to the base pack. That's Mario there. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> that's
1: he Mario. looks so much better than his regular Lego set. Uh, that's what he looks like in 3D graphics.
3: Uh, so yeah, they're just add-ons that you jump in and uh, you go around and it makes different noises. Uh I, I I still find it hard time what, what? I'm clothes. gonna get this stuff. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this Mario Lego. In fact, I've already got some pre-ordered um but uh i have to realize this is marketed towards kids and isn't for me yeah I, i've got a weird thing with it why is he square because no other lego
2: characters are square i don't know floppy I, what do you think i've got a weird thing with it why does it look heap shit
3: <laughs> <laughs> floppy yes mate it's marketed towards kids no but so is other lego and other no, kids doesn't are the opposite shit? kids are the opposite to you
2: you, you're old i am old but i I also love lego but it just it looks weird like i feel like they could have done a better job with designing the lego for like i yeah i don't understand i just yeah like,
1: it can it confuses me when it's a case of oh lego minifigures have like such a distinct look and they've just gone
2: nah screw it
3: i actually make think him it look because, like he was built out of duplo i i think it was because they had a connects uh deal and those connects mario figures looked rad like they were really really cool um, and I think they've done this in order to differentiate themselves from that Kinect deal. Was it no Mega Blocks? I don't know. I've got some up there. Um, <laughs> got them somewhere. I like the um, is, the, is the Mario Super Mario logo? Is that the Mario World logo
0: that they use? That's Mario's
3: logo from now. It has been Mario's logo since Mario 64, I think. Oh, really?
0: Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I love yeah. that writing. Hey, it's like the writing eyes that, that looks like my block writing, how I do it. <laughs>
3: Rubbish. One thing I would like to see though is a Legend of Zelda set. Can you imagine like making a dungeon out of Lego and having little Zelda figures to go through, and you have a boss at the end? Oh, that's it's
1: just a that. big That'd fat awesome. rectangle green block
3: with a bright yellow eye right in the middle that says fire here. Let's move uh, on. Tony Hawk is coming back. Woo, oh, ladies yes! and gentlemen! Uh, yeah. Yay! Let's have a little bit of a moment. <laughs> Let's just say thank you. Week?
2: To the Birdman.
3: Uh, to the Attorney Hawk, Skateboarder yes. at Law. Attorney Hawk, Skateboarder at Law is coming back and he's aged in real time. That's right. You're going to see old parrots skateboarding and doing 450 legal degrees. Uh, <laughs> with... <laughs> can yeah, I, t- I should have that. I take, that such a dumb
0: joke. <laughs> can I take over? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so what makes this remake really, really amazingly good is they got all the skaters back into the motion cap room and they recaptured all of their tricks again. Like that's crazy. These people here, you can see here, are these dudes so all these guys are from when in my heyday of skateboarding. So I have a massive attachment to this game. I can't wait to play this. I'm going to. You're having a
3: massive erection for this game.
0: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, that, was, the... that was some TV
1: sitcom cutting gold there.
0: Thank you. Good work, Dan. um and the thing that I like is they have bought in the revert into one and two, which only uh, was, ca- came in as a trick in number three. And the revert is when you land and you can, uh, you board it around, like spin it around as you land. Then you can do a manual out of that. So you can tag, you can combo together um, airs. So you can come out of an air revert and then manual out of the revert in, and the, your combo stays in. So I am super duper excited for this um i can't wait for this it's going to be i think it's going to be great they've got all most the majority 90 percent, or something of the original um music from the original game and that is where a lot of bands got their like uh they're starting with this kind of stuff so i'm really really into this i'm well the
3: soundtrack is on spotify now they've released that early because obviously the songs have already been released and they have the rights to it so you can download or listen to the soundtrack exclusively on spotify right now
2: did we see that there's a couple of songs that haven't made it on though? Do we know why they didn't make it on? Because well, shit. There was a. <laughs> uh,
0: I read an interview with the creators, and they and they said that um, they said some of these bands were just totally underground at the time and small and never made it past like the game, and they had trouble just finding them. <laughs> 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 to me, that's like a weird excuse because I, I feel I feel you can just contact like whoever just owned them, like you know th- those punk bands that were on there. Because I thought, oh, they haven't got the Dead Kennedys. And then this trailer has Dead Kennedys as a song. So I'm like, I was like, well, that's the most, they were probably the most punk underground ones that they had in there at the time. So I don't know what, I think I was just an excuse of them just going, yeah, they told us to fuck off.
2: (laughs) I'm heaps looking forward to this as well. Like I was a skater back in the day as well. Nowhere near the degree of Dan, but it was something that was near and dear to me growing up. It was my mode of transport and I loved doing it. And I played the crap out of these games at around the same time that, raiden was being born
1: i was gonna say yeah i grew up with these <laughs> games so like you from being like a kid games. like i was born into like tony hawk's pro skater games and playing all these skating games as a kid like absolutely loved them could never skateboard i was absolutely terrible at it um but i'm so keen to actually pick this one we we used
0: to just, play we used to play rounds of tony hawk one and you were only allowed to do tricks that you could do in real life like <laughs> oh and- nice <laughs> I remember doing shit like that. Man, that was some boring grounds. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, kickflip, grind, all right, I'm out.
2: (laughs) Mine would be like, roll in, fall over, out. Done.
0: Yeah, I was
3: going to say, how many points do you get for crashing into cars that are stationary? (laughs) Uh, Speaking of crashing, one thing that didn't crash at all was the tech demo that we saw from Epic and their Unreal Engine 5. Uh, apparently running on a PlayStation 5, which, you know, we didn't see it. So who's to say it actually happened? But anyway, this looked amazing. Now, yes, I understand that this is a tech demo. And of course, it's built specifically to run amazingly. But they were playing this in real time as they spoke over it. Uh, They were able to take us on a journey and and talked about triangles. There's lots of triangles in the future. Uh, so many bombs. triangles, Dude, oh my god. Yeah, that's that
0: was so right. about triangles, eh? It was so good. I loved how many times they mentioned triangles and billions of them. I was like, oh, this is so good.
2: Didn't they go uh, into how many billions of triangles was made up like a rock or something?
0: Yep. <laughs> and that's what you need in a tech. Apparently, this was, this was for, was it GDC? It was supposed to be playable at there. So, like.
3: Yeah, everyone was able to was going to be able to play it at GDC, but of course that didn't happen. But what made me sort of scratch my head is remember that really boring PS5 tech talk we had? Do you know what would have made that really interesting? This? Triangles. <laughs> so many triangles
1: would have saved that talk. If he just oh, talked man. about
3: the amount of triangles the PlayStation 5 can handle, man, I would have been t- tr- trying to listen harder.
1: Mark Sony goes on a 25-minute rant about 3D audio capture and send me pictures of your ear, I love and then that. he follows it up with a 40-minute rant about triangles.
0: Yeah, Why man. Why not? Um, this this looked amazing though. Like the the we we we, we have to we have to give him credit. Like this. Is oh, it's bloody pro- gorgeous. This is probably the first look at um. Like next gen graphics, like proper next gen graphics. This is not a game that will be able to, you know, will be ported over from the old system. So it has to be able to run on both things, even with a, a graphics gigolo, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's this is like kind of what the future of games are going to look like. And I know you like you were uh, dubious about this, Ben saying, "Oh, no,
3: I was all for it. I thought this was amazing." I was going to uh, say my um, point was simply that uh, it's going to be a while before we see games with this type of graphics because of obviously the situation and whatnot. But really halfway through to three quarters way through a generation is where we start to see the graphics really pop and and do everything they can. I just think it's going to be a while before we play a game that is this spectacular.
2: Yeah, well, I, this is made to be like a perfect storm sort of thing. So every everything optimized, which obviously won't have in, happen in every game that comes out straight from the get-go. But it's uh, it bodes pretty well for hopefully an Uncharted or a next Tomb Raider game. <laughs> mm.
0: And
1: with how accessible like Unreal Engine is now to creators, like seeing games with this sort of lighting effects and these sort of ideals look on the um PS5 and everything, like we're probably gonna see this maybe, maybe late next year, like for some like indies who are like playing around with it, yeah, yeah. But- It'll be super interesting to see what they do.
3: I can't wait to see Zelda, Ocarina of Time, remade by a fan on Unreal Engine five and just sit there drooling over that video. Yeah.
0: It's it's um how's that they were saying like one of those statues in this room is like like it's it's film quality, like the graphics is what they would use in real yeah, life? Yeah, they
3: they dropped the film assets in. Yeah, or... yeah. So yeah. and, yeah. They, and yeah. then they're
0: like the that's the so first thing like oh right here, they they showed like they, they showed the statue like um
1: Just the single one, yeah.
0: Statue, and they talked about it for. A while ago, and this is like, you know, this is statue is good enough to be in a film. This says blah blah blah, lighting like polygons, triangles, and stuff like that. And then they're like, and here's a room with like 180 of them in it, all rendered in real time. And I was like, whoa, that's sick. And like, I know that's like they can use that technology, like in No Man's Sky, whether it's just the same thing it's showing, and it's not taking up space. But I'm still like. Um, the only problem I had with this, like tech demo is like the girl's face was weird at the end. Don't you reckon? No, I thought it was great. She did <clears> for she, me. She's got like a, a slight cartoony look. Yeah. Like, they went, for but you off. have to,
3: you have mm. to, you have to have that big eyes and that slight anime look because otherwise the uncanny Valley comes in way too much. And yeah. what, one thing I, I don't know if they've got it right yet. Certainly I haven't seen it is the teeth and the eyes. They're the two main things for me that uh, bring that uncanny Valley and make me feel really, really uncomfortable. The teeth yeah, the,
1: always look weird. The, the lips will move and the teeth will never move.
3: Exactly. So <laughs> if you have it slightly cartoony, um, you know, realistic, but slightly cartoony, it it sort of takes that away. And you've got more of a, uh, a comfortable situation happening.
0: Like Bender.
2: How amazing is this like fluid motion though? Look at that. Oh that my God.
1: Great. Think about any superhero you want with a game with physics
2: like that. Squirrel Girl. That
0: looks fantastic. Oh. Squirrel Girl is amazing. I would love a Squirrel
2: Girl game. Yeah, screw a girl with a, with a nut sacks. That's awesome.
3: She's Speaking amb- of nut amb- sacks, do, do you know who else uses nut sacks? A, a ghost. A, a ghost living in ancient Tsushima when, when he's okay. going up against the Mongols, Kublai Khan. And you, too, will be able to go up against Kublai Khan and his nut sacks in the hit sucker punch game, Ghost of Tsushima. Why are you of- advertising
0: this like we're selling the game? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Because Andrew Goldfarb's right behind me with a, with a knife.
2: How did you afford that new car, Ben?
3: Whatever do you mean? I I. Anyway, this game's great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. The thing that I was really excited about was the exploration mode that they showed at the start uh, and basically described it as Samurai Breath of the Wild, more than Samurai Assassin's Creed that everyone's wanted for ages. Samurai Breath of the Wild got me really, really giddy. Uh, the fact that you can choose the fighting style, you can just storm in as a samurai and take on everyone just barnstorming barn in, or you can be the ghost and be a stealthy assassin.
0: And they said in a recent interview that you can swap, like, that you don't have to be the, the samurai or the ghost. You just go into a level and you play it the style that you want. Like, So if it doesn't work as the samurai, you can probably come back around and come back at Like, you know, just be, oh, I'll, I'll try it as the ghost. Maybe this is more of a ghosty vibe, like, you know. And so I'm cool with that because I didn't like the idea of choosing Ghost or Assassin or what is it? Or Samurai?
1: Braden. Yeah, um, I was going to say, so not only can you do uh, Samurai or Ghost, within Samurai itself, like, there what we see in the combat that there's actual different fighting stances that you can do that apply to different enemies and, like, everything like that. I, I'm, oh, I'm so into this game.
3: oh oh, man and then then they announced you can have a cinematic mode so it looks like a a kurosawa film and you can also have uh japanese dialogue and oh i i just exploded right there uh here we are i found it finally <laughs> this game is look look at that look how beautiful that is they've got a slight grain on it that you can't really notice but it looks like those old uh, japanese samurai films i'm playing the whole game in this mode japanese soundtrack with subtitles and in the uh, black and white cinematic mode i cannot wait floppy
2: i think i'm the only person that i've met so far that's not actually excited about the black and white stuff i'm not uh,
3: floppy oh. dan it's uh, been lovely to have you on the show uh i'd like to <laughs> Thank you for everything you've contributed and wish you well in your future endeavors. So, Brayden, what do you <laughs> most like about Ghosts?
1: Oh, dude, seriously. The second they were like, oh, we're doing this film, Grain, I was like, I've never seen any old school like samurai cinema or anything. And then I saw it like actually in game with it. And it's got the whole like the like, like dust and scratches on like the film reel and everything, like effect that they're doing. Ah, oh, the, sold me um, on it instantly. It's the- so cool.
0: I like that it's there and I think it's cool. Um, I'm not going to play with it, but I do like the option that it, it being there. Uh, my only problem is well, I just like seeing the colors and all the stuff that they've worked on. And if they haven't um, properly adjusted their colors, like if they just make it black and white, you, I, everything that's like purple, red, and uh, are going to be the same gray tone. That's so, the thing. It's not, so, it's so not, it's not gonna... just
3: a screen. It's not just a filter that they're putting over the top. It, they've actually rendered the game with the correct colors because I remember them using the blood as an example.
0: Yeah, um, that's what I
3: thought. Yeah, it's it's got viscosity to it, as opposed to just looking like this wet water that pours out everywhere. Yeah. Um, so they have gone to some effort to get it. But floppy, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I was
2: gonna say it? I'll definitely like I'll definitely check it out into the black and white thing. But I I feel like I miss out too much. Like, look at how beautiful that looks.
1: Yeah, the colors are gorgeous in this game. Like the landscapes are phenomenal.
2: That, and uh, I'll pro- I won't do the Japanese subtitles purely, not because I have anything against Japanese subtitles, but I. Take too long to read it and I miss what's happening on the screen. Same reason I can't watch stuff in subtitles. And
3: also I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but uh, the lip syncing is being synced up to English audio, not Japanese. I don't know uh, if that'll get patched out before release, but that's the first thing I noticed. <laughs> I went, oh, that's taken me out a little bit. Uh, but not as much as people speaking great English in sixteen hundred feudal Japan. That'll uh,
0: see that doesn't bother me at, at all. I'm I'm nah. I mean, my, my one of my favorite shows at the moment is Chernobyl, and that's English people in Russia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you ever watched Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner? That's how we do it in England. <laughs> Speaking of Prince of Thieves,
3: ah. you know what's better than a prince? A king. No. An origami king. Much and we're getting our, an origami king on July 17th, the same day as, as the ghost man. Here. Is Mario in his paper form talking to psychotic, scary looking Peach Girl. Anyway, this was a surprise announcement. Well, Here, for those of he, us who didn't, you know, follow the leak that came out that suggested that this was coming as well as some Mario remakes. But Dan? I
0: like that this is this is Nintendo's answer to Ghost of Shoshima.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, uh you this can looks, chuckle now. This looks amazing I, though. Hey. This this could sell outsell. I mean, Labo out. soul, God of War, those two came out on the first day.
0: Um, I mean, I um, I still wanted to talk a little bit about Ghost of the Shoshima, but we moved on. But I was like, I think people, some people might be like a bit burnt out on the Samurais after like Neo, Neo, Neo Two, uh, uh Sakura, Sekiro, Sek- Sekiro. That's what it's called. Um, but yeah, so people might be like, oh, I've just played a whole bunch of Samurai. Maybe I will move into a bit of Origami. But look how good this looks. Like, look at all this. Stuff that's happening, (laughs) like, and I love um I love the two Dness of it, paper mache like you see that guy with uh, wire and paper mache. This game looks so good, but it doesn't show you what the actual game is. Like, well, I
3: don't think it's an RPG like traditionally. Well, the first couple of Mario's were an RPG, numbers turn based fighting RPG. I think this is more adventure, roaming, jumping on heads type game like the last one. Crazy good, like.
0: I saw this trailer and I was like, holy shit, this is like, why aren't more people talking about this? This is so cool.
3: Oh, it's very well uh, regarded. Floppy?
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, look, uh, Dan kind of touched on the point, but I was thinking, looking at all the games that are coming out, we've got The Last of Us, we've got Ghost of Tsushima, we've got Cyberpunk, we've got these really heavy, really dark, really full-on um, titles coming out. Like, This is going to be like that little breath of fresh air that people are going to play as like a palate cleanser. And I think it's going to do heaps well because of that yep
3: and that's what Nintendo's really really good at being that second option they don't expect you to spend all their time but you know when you want five minutes ten minutes to chill out there's animal crossing here's some zelda maybe a paper mario i've got this nice quiche you know it's Mm -hmm. they're there to service you they're not there to monopolize your time because they understand that you have a life brayden
1: was it just me or was the start of this trailer scary as hell
3: (laughs) No, that was just you, Sketty man. No,
1: like, it was creepy as hell. Like, Peach coming out and being like, no, you're going to join us. And yeah, just, yeah. like,
0: damning him to the pit. It was yeah, spooky. Peach was weird at the start of this, eh? I was like, she's not usually like that. <laughs> like, or is oh, she? Man. Am, I, am I just comparing her
3: to Zelda? Neither of them are like that. Cancel, Dan. <laughs>
2: I don't know how Braden made it through Friday the 13th. He finds that freaky.
1: <laughs> Honest to God, no, that scared the absolute <laughs> shit out of me. Actually, you that's one thing I yet, wanted to ask.
3: You? When we were playing Friday the 13th, and I was Jason, I decided that I was gonna hunt down Braden, and I spent the whole game just going, Braden. That was great. Yeah, and, and then
1: Braden, <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh was that the round when we were all chasing around the car? And you were
3: like, which one of you is Braden? Yeah. <laughs> And then at some point, I think, uh, going off the topic a little bit, but at some point, Brayden got his courage up and goes, yeah, you like that? And he came up to me and he's just hitting me. oh, okay. And I just took apart my shears, shoved one through the under his head and one through the side of his head and then cut his face off. It was great. Anyway, Paper Mario, fun for all ages. You should get it for your kids because there's no face cutting there. Uh, Dan, you wanted to talk about the Dread X collection that's happening on... On uh, Steam. Yes. I did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll come in. Uh, yeah, so the DreadX, uh, I mean, it's going to be released on Steam on the 26th of May. So that is actually, when is that, a couple of days from now? What, mm-hmm. five days? No, four. four. Four days from now. And this is a um, a, a horror game collection of, like, um, developers that were given seven days to create a game. Um, a horror game that is uh, that is inspired by the concepts of kojima's um pt demo if you can remember that playable playable trailer playable
3: teaser no no it doesn't ring a bell no <laughs> is, that, is that what does it, what it stand
0: for is it playable teaser playable teaser playable teaser um and so this is the collection of it um and what do they say explore the boundaries of horror and insanity in a variety of new ways um So i just thought this looked really good like the developers seven days to make it 10 games um one of them in particular was uh what that triggered my interest straight away is the one that is based on an old tiger game so you guys remember Tiger? there it is there this one so old tiger games like um handheld you know uh lcd is that what they're called lcd yep yep uh i've got one just over there yeah so they've a whole game. Imagine in that style of what you could do with that that concept as a horror game. And it's just it's just so good. Like, I, and I just wanted to like highlight this a bit. You know, do a shout out to them. Maybe if anyone's a Steam person, that this is like uh, ten games. I I I forgot to see how much it was because uh, <laughs> I'm professional. But yeah, I'll look it up. Look it up. Yeah, that's that's just the news. It was kind of announced just recently. So um, I think it might have been announced this week so uh, yeah check it out if you're a horror game fan which i massively am and the and the whole point of it because it was like um tribute to pt demo it it the games were supposed to be created in a way that made you fight like, with a different concept or idea to a regular horror game so to really work with the genre of horror and the idea of how a game works and bend that to try and create something that you weren't expecting, and I just think that'd all be really good experiences, um, whether they are or not. Uh, a lot of them, uh, I—if if you go through the list of the creators, they're you know they dudes that have been out there for a while creating games. So it's, uh, I, I reckon it's worth looking into if you're a horror fan, which I am, and I probably will check it out.
1: From PC Gamer, it looks like I'm not sure if this is an American or an Australian article, but it says that it's going to be around seven dollars.
3: <laughs> Can't go wrong. Oh. Either way, that's cheap. Um, <clears throat> I've got a uh, notice noticed in the comments someone said Game and Watches. These are different from Game and Watches. You can see they're a Spider Man one. Uh, so they were just little little games that you played with little men running around. It was just a single screen. Uh, so that that's a Spider Man one. I have an Aladdin and a little mermaid one around here somewhere.
1: I've got that's a, uh, a Carnov
3: one. Too kind of <laughs> street that, that that street fighter game's awful but man i played the hell out of it
0: yeah well what made these ones they were a little bit after game and watch as in they had like levels a lot of the time they were side scrolling and you finished a level even though they were still in that lcd mode vibe but like i remember they had levels which is like, a yeah. lot of them didn't have like
3: kind of thing but um speaking of not having I, something do, do you know what the playstation 5 doesn't have floppy floppy floppy
2: I, I'm so sorry. I was just totally going to add a comment on the end of dancing there, considering it was a, a collection and that there was another collection that was announced this week being mafia with a complete remaster of number one and two and number three in there. But,
3: and where can you play those games on the PlayStation four on the oh, PlayStation four, no. because you can't play it on the PlayStation five because they don't have any games yet. However, talking? according to Sony CEO, Kenchiro Yoshida, he has said the company will be announcing a lineup of games soon. Oh, soon. Soon, uh, this was according to Bloomberg, which is, you know, somewhat reputable. Um, and speaking as a part of statement uh, to of the corporate strategy of Sony, Yoshida said, we will soon be announcing a strong lineup of PS5 games. Um, they also announced today, just as an aside, that the PlayStation Five is one hundred times faster than the PlayStation Four. I that blew my mind.
0: So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there. Everyone's bat- ragging on PlayStation for giving no information, sitting on the sidelines. In my opinion, they've given more than an Xbox now. Like they've given like they've given the tech demo of everything about it. They gave the controller look. They gave um, now they've given also um, that so that that. Uh, that unreal right, dan that-
3: that's a lot more than going here's the console this is it look at it here's the controller and here's the games you'll be playing on it all we have to release now is the date and the price no they didn't
0: though they just also- showed you a bunch of like backwards compatible games like hardly any of them
3: still games what does playstation 5 show well, they've given you every... A tech se- demo from a third party.
0: Yeah, which is going to be... That you ru- can't which, play. Which is the only thing that was like, running off of the actual console. All the rest of the things are just like stuff that are just like you could play on any console. No one even knew if they were the Xbox new Series X versions or the old versions. And then they've got... We've still seen
3: the Series X, haven't we? We've got all the techs of the Series X? I don't think we do. Not like as deep dive. yeah, maybe you can be the tiebreaker.
2: I was just going to say, like, I... Agree with both of you in one point, like PlayStation has not told us much, but what Xbox have done, which they haven't done in the past, is like they've drip fed. They've done a really good job of drip feeding all this information. We've got way more information. But you know what happens? As soon as PlayStation release a morsel, that's it. Everyone's talking about that and everyone forgets about Xbox. Every time. Every time. And then a month later, we'll get another little morsel from PlayStation after having a month of, uh, of stuff drip fed from Xbox. Everyone goes, X what? PlayStation. Again, every time it happens. Mm. And then they did Last of Us trailer
0: drop. I mean, I know that's a backwards compatible one, like I said, but that's still like new.
3: new. That's a PlayStation 4 release, I'm sorry.
0: Well, that means every single thing was on that like, Xbox one.
3: Uh, apart, well, apart, yeah, but... from a,
0: apart from Assassin's Creed, which they showed nothing
3: of. But they have <laughs> openly said that they're not bringing out any Series X exclusive games for the first year. So they've already said that that's not going to happen. They said that they'll have uh, whatever it is, cross, not cross, not not yeah, not doing that. I called. feel is
0: their that's their downfall now. I was not not for downfall, but like for me, I was like they were ahead, they were going great, but I, I just think not having exclusive games that are going to take get, use the full capability of their new console, where PlayStation will just create these like monster games that will only run on it. I feel they might because that's their
3: style. That I agree with. Like place, I I was telling the story today. I've bought a Xbox One S secondhand. Uh, for $200, Australian dollars, uh, because I want to play Games Pass. And I was tossing up as to whether I get an Xbox Series X at launch or I get the PS5 at launch. What do I do? I really want a Games Pass. Do I spend the money now? Do I save it? But since they came out and said, no, nah, we're not going to have any uh, Series X exclusive games and you'll be able to play all our games in the first year on the Xbox One, I went, well, you've just saved me my decision. I'll get a PS5 at launch and uh series X can wait a year or two when there's some games on there that I probably want to play.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I really push comes to shove, I've got Xbox game pass on my PC. I'll just get, get stuff on that.
3: <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of PS5, what games do we think is going to be launching with that? I still think as I've maintained from the very start that we are going to see horizon zero dawn two.
1: Um, well, horizon two, two
3: dawn, two furious. <laughs> no, Braden. <laughs> when um when when we decided we were gonna, like, I'm work... very disappointed in you, Braden. Very.
0: Everyone is. I reckon I reckon Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I've got to agree with you there. I reckon that's gonna be one of them. Um, when we I I because we had to choose one. I, I didn't have any ideas. I just thought that maybe that Gods and Monsters might come out with it. Um, yeah. And I was
3: possible. hoping that'd be a good one. Like you know. Is that exclusive though, or is that only timed
2: exclusive? Has that been floppy? Just... I couldn't tell you on that one. God's and Monsters is Ubisoft research, anyway.
1: produced one. I believe it's going to be on both. Yeah.
0: Oh, maybe I blew it down.
3: I think I remember reading that it was going to be yeah, uh, time a times exclusive. exclusive. So ah. launch on PS5 for a year and then it will come to mm. and um, I, everywhere else.
0: And I had my wish list. My Obviously, my one I want is Silent Hills or a Silent Hill game. Like, I would love well, them. To, I, I mean, they're not going to start with a horror game because that cuts out half your audience. Like, you know. Uh, <laughs>
3: there's... Heavy, heavy rumours that someone's found, and again, these are rumours. There's, there's no real evidence to do with this, but uh, heavy rumours that someone has found some paperwork or some, some words anyway that uh, basically Konami has been poking around, seeing if anyone wants to do a soft reboot of Silent Hill, and Kojima isn't involved. Mm, but
1: rumours. That's,
3: that's the rumour.
0: Um, the chat saying Silent Hill Pachinko PS5. <laughs> of course
3: they're saying that. It's towsy. Uh, Floppy, what do you think will be a launch?
2: Look, I would love I'd love, I'd love to see Horizon Zero Two. Horizon Zero Two. Horizon Zero yeah, Dawn Two. Um But what I think they're gonna I think they're gonna start off with something a little bit smaller. Uh that's probably more kid friendly. I think they're gonna start off with something like Ratchet and Clank.
0: Right, they're not for the kids anymore. No, for a I second think I thought you were gonna
1: say knack three.
2: <laughs> no, Nack NAC is Will. cool man i like Nack. Nack is cool so many polygons yeah huh. we're polygons. not
3: about polygons so many more? triangles get out of the past knack we're you, all about those triangles what baby do you,
0: what do you think they are going to call horizon 2 because it's got the word zero in it
3: yeah but that has to do with the, <laughs> yeah, but it's not the number like, of the, the z- game the horizon the zero dawn was something in the actual storyline yeah, but
0: like uh, that doesn't that don't you think that causes a bit of like a problem with naming the next one, so you are going to have like you can have zero two,
3: yeah. Horizon zero dawn two. Horizon <laughs> yeah. zero midday.
0: Horizon <laughs> de- Horizon one afternoon. The chat room. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I know. Just you don't think that's like a cool talking point? Like it just seems like a, a weird like I I don't know what I call after having a game that had zero in the first name and then like just p- plug in a two on the end. <laughs> is, it gonna, zero, is it even going to Is it even going to be do... called? Zero Dawn. It's going to be Horizon 2 or Horizon something something 2. Or can it just be Horizon 2? Is the game called Horizon or Horizon Zero Dawn?
3: It's going to be called Jeff. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm here to ride some dinosaurs. Translation, Ben doesn't want to talk about this. Correct.
0: (laughs) It's a good conversation point. But it's a boring one.
3: Uh, What's not boring is Last of Us Part 2 PS4 Pro that's come out exclusively uh, to places. Um, what what J. about Braden's pick? What? Look at what Braden's pick. Yeah. Oh, we've got a Braden. Hi, Braden. You're, you're hi ex- how you doing? How you going? Yeah, I'm all right. You? you good? Yeah. Oh, you hey, know, hey, hey Braden. Yeah. Braden, <laughs> what do you reckon will come out on PlayStation Five, buddy? Oh,
1: thanks for asking, Ben.
3: Oh, you know, um, I'm always I'm eager to hear about your, your words.
1: Oh, real important opinions over here.
3: I'm bang up for a good old Braden conversation. <laughs> I don't want... keep us in suspense, man. Uh, We're it's hanging on. Getting weird you know now. Uh,
0: just don't ask it. Just don't ask Ben a question that we can talk about. So when, <laughs> he'll cut you off. <laughs> when I was well, What do you going think the PlayStation
3: to... Five should be called? Do you think maybe calling it the Five after the Four oh is a bad God. idea? Oh man,
0: Ben's turning
1: into the internet. <laughs> when I was looking to fill this part in for the show, I looked. I looked ahead and I was like, "Oh damn it, floppy putting Ratchet and Clank." I would love to see Ratchet and Clank come back. Oh, my God. I would absolutely kill for it. But um, I am expecting that we're going to get an announcement of, hey, Insomniac have been hard at work. Unfortunately, not on Ratchet & Clank, but uh, on over on uh, Spidey 2, and it's coming next
3: year. Next
1: going year to be, oh, so we'll get a
3: reveal. So launch window or launch title?
1: Launch window, maybe, if they've been real hard at work. I hope they- did
3: that come out?
0: 2018. I hope they call it spider Man.
3: Dude, say, it, No, no, you confuse too many people, Dan, because that's a plural. Spider-Man. Do you remember that, uh, that comment that came out last year? Yeah. Spider-Man
0: and, and, it had and Spider-Man spiders, 2.
3: Spider-Man
0: was in it. Do you remember him? He's Spider-Man made up of tiny spiders.
3: <clears throat> uh, actually, there it Spider-Man is. was the limited series where Peter Parker traveled to the ultimate universe, written by Brian Michael Bendis and illustrated by Sarah Pacelli. Hey,
1: Ben, I heard there's this Last of Us Part 2 PS4 Pro coming out. <laughs>
3: there is brayden and you can get some headsets over at jb hi fi oh. jb hi fi are the industry's greatest people because they buy people like me cars so if you would like a car simply get a web show and is there a jb hi fi equivalent for our
1: overseas fans
3: yes anyway uh last of us part 2 <laughs> Anyway, uh, in all seriousness, uh, with this and the Cyberpunk consoles coming out, is this it? Are these the last special editions? You'd have to think so.
0: I think so. I wish that the um, I wished that the Cyberpunk uh, uh, Xbox that's coming out now is the new one. I want that case of the new one. It looks so hot, that VHS-looking one.
2: flopping you know what the weirdest special edition thing announced this week is? Or was it last week? Is The Last of Us 2 external hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> how how did we not talk about that? Yeah, that uh, is the most random
1: thing they have done. Is there like, a, oh, is, okay. Is, is there a picture? Does that it I can come bring with up? the game?
2: Like is the game saved on it? I don't know. No. You can get the console that has the game. You can get the DualShock 4 separately and you can get the external Seagate external hard drive limited edition with the fern tattoo on it.
1: It is a nice tattoo. I do okay. really like it. Yeah, but it... it's
2: a hard drive. Yeah, but... that's very weird.
0: I'm going to bring up a picture of it for you guys. If I can, I'm doing it right now. Uh... Are you sure? Yeah, I got it. Oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't turned it over, sorry. There we go. <laughs> there she is. With her, where that's, are you going to put that? That's the hard drive. <laughs> are
1: you, do they want you to, like, lean it up against the special edition yeah. console that you got? Like, just stick it up against i do like that the console is engraved yeah that, i do like that it's actually an engraved console that's not a con
0: just, that's not a console that's the ha- external hard drive
1: i know that that's the hard drive but i meant on the actual console that oh. they are doing no no like, but Bryden,
3: that's the hard drive
0: <laughs> i'm a hard this is the most chaotic show my god i love it um i like the shot that the picture they've chosen it's like the most horrible moment that's happening to her ever Oh, like she's just about blood like... Blad all over her face. She looks like she's wounded. Something horrible is happening in front of her. Quick, shove a hard drive in front of her. That's the perfect shot to use for marketing.
2: It's like an accidental photo of like when you're at a family do or something and you've just turned around to go like, what? And they've taken a photo of you.
0: Well, it looks like a baddie's throwing a hard drive at her. It's just about to hit her in the face. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. I, I I gotta say though, a Ghost of Tsushima console would be a pretty good one to like end on. No, Braden, Braden, it was a hard drive, wasn't the <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> get stuffed. Deals. Deal, deal,
2: what do you got deal, for deal, us, deal. floppy? Oh, we got some deals. We got some deals all over the place on the PlayStation. And I've just noticed what you wrote on the run sheet because I'd almost read it. Well, you well, it. said uh, you read
3: it. anything that's written in the run sheet. So read I it. did.
2: So we did have NBA two K twenty up there uh, for seven dollars fifty five down from ninety bucks, which is a huge savings. But whether they only had it up for a specific amount of time or a specific amount of downloads, so it's disappeared now.
3: Might have been mm. a mistake. No, I think the the deals just ended.
2: But uh, that's not all that's written there. There's something else. There's not. There's also now it has Mass Effect Andro, Andromeda. Yep. Um, but that's yeah. Braden smells like a toilet in the morning after fish head curry. What? Yep. That's a good game.
3: That one. <laughs> I was just gonna say because
4: I'm the
1: one who went and filled in that. Oh, that deal's no longer available. I'll be. I think I'll be, be nice and try and uh, let them know ahead of time that, uh, that that deal doesn't work anymore. And then I've been slandered. But are you, the, got, are you guys like, a
0: fan of these like basketball games? They look really good. Like the, the footage that we're I showing now, them. they look like completely real.
2: Yeah, they yeah, look great, I, and they are good fun. But do you know what? There is so much assumed knowledge in going to play these games. I can't actually play them. Like I want oh. to. I'm a big fan of the NBA. Um, I love the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Go, Ben Simmons. Um, I can't play these games. I watch. I watched, so awesome. watched There is basketball
0: i watched Kuroko's Basketball, the anime, so I know everything about basketball.
2: <laughs> oh, that's really realistic too. That's Yeah, that's mm. good one. Um, after that one, you can get Life is Strange episode 2 to 5 for $1.45 mm-hmm. each. Um, Life is Strange, really cool game, very narrative-driven, uh, dark, disturbing, really cool. So yeah, if you've already got the first one, I think the first one's free to download, but you could just buy the season pass for about $5.20 as well and get all of them. Um definitely do it especially if you like things like Telltale games and stuff like that.
3: Uh, have you played this one, floppy? Do you know what's uh sort of the the
2: big uh, mechanic that they use in it? Uh, which one' is this this is the first one I've only played first like one. half of it
3: so you can fast forward and rewind time yeah
2: rewind time yeah yes yeah, so time uh, so you can see what was going on on you can kind of like rewind it back. It was only a certain amount of time though, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah yeah but God, I cool. love this game. I like the cool looks game.
2: of them so much. I've also got the uh, second one at home ready to play. Excellent. Um, after soundtrack. that. Yes. Um also Limbo and Inside the double pack for $11.95. Um they're both very cool side so scrolling little platform very creepy. Very very creepy. I haven't played Inside but I've played Limbo.
0: I played uh Inside I played them both and I uh, I did a stream and finished Inside in one stream. It was amazing. It's like, such it a right. crazy crazy weird game that like it's such a an awesome kind of horrible ending
2: (laughs) if you've ever played uh little nightmares or something like that probably give these a go these guys uh little nightmares probably owes a lot to these guys yeah
0: definitely definitely i've also streamed that if you want to see that (laughs) but um what's next floppy uh
2: also after xbox game pass coming may the 9th uh final fantasy 9 coming arrived on may 9th uh, Final Fantasy IX, so the RPG set in more of the medieval times, like the earlier Final Fantasies than, than the um, sort of sci-fi ones that it got to. Um, but very, very cool. If you like your Final Fantasies, jump on there. That's got that one.
0: That, that, was, that was the one where they're all at. They're all chib- chibis, whatever they're called. Chibis. Uh, the yeah. chibi, I hate
2: chibis. Chibi-robos. Give me, give me real proportions in my people. <laughs> uh, and we could also get Fractured Minds, which is a puzzle role-playing game that was uh, had a lot of insight into those that experience or live with mental illness, uh, which is really interesting. And I haven't played this, but it made me actually want to check it out and go get it. So I've got Game Pass and I'm going to jump on this and try it out. Apparently, 80% of the proceeds go to mental health charities as well, which was really awesome. And I don't know how they get any of that money when it's on Games Pass, but I was just about to ask that question. How, how
3: it's all very noble to say that, but uh, you know, yeah, just, look, I'm Microsoft not sure how given... old this is. I still don't know how Game Pass works. Like, How how do the studios make money?
2: I don't know either.
1: It's uh, I assume the same that they do for PS Plus, where they organize getting them on Games Pass and they get a certain amount of money as a deal for being available on Games Pass. And then, so they're basically getting an upfront payment of like this many people are available to play your game. So we're going to pay you this much to have it on here for this time
3: yeah, no, yeah. brayden Braden, Braden. it's a Braden. hard drive it's a hard drive <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs>
4: uh, but there you go
2: very cool look and very very interesting sort of catch there with the whole mental illness aspect which makes me want to go and check it out uh the other thing that's available on xbox game pass is alan wake by remedy studios uh these are the guys that made control which dan streamed earlier oh i was gonna uh, say that <laughs> um
0: i I, I, so I have played all of Alan Wake, which I loved. I don't have any footage of it because I only just w- realized it just a second before we uh, did the show. Alan Wake is a beautiful game. And yeah, the dudes that make Control made it. And in the the DLC of Control and everything, there's massive references that Alan Wake exists in that same world. And uh, so Alan Wake, all the weird stuff that was happening in Alan Wake, you can go, well, that, that was a cursed object. And the stuff that's from Control. And so that and they've always said it all it all ties together. I'm really excited where they're gonna go with that. We could get another Alan Wake game that'd be bloody great. Those dudes are so on it now.
2: American Wasteland, was that another was that a part of Alan Wake or was that a sequel to Alan Wake?
0: It was like a, a, a chip-on. <laughs> was, wasn't a American
1: Wasteland a Tony Hawk game?
0: Yes. I know what <laughs> you're talking about, Like floppy like the the add-on to there was DLCs to Alan Wake, yeah. Yeah, wasn't was American
3: like Idiot a really bad song in the nineties?
0: No man, it was Green Day.
3: Two thousands. 2000s. Oh. I was alive. Mm. <laughs>
2: Just. Uh, then over to the Switch, uh, we have Night Trap. Now, i forgot to look up what Night Trap was. Is this, what this the you, one? What yes, you... this is Night Trap. Dan, okay. take it over. Doesn't this one have another name, though? No. Yeah, uh, sure
3: banned is. by the ERSPB. So Did... I've got this game.
2: I've actually This game is so hard because I don't understand how you're supposed to play this thing. You it... played five, nine, five Nights at Freddy's? No, of course not. No, what's yeah, that?
0: it's the same as Five Nights. But um, so this game, when it originally came out, I was in, I was deep in I was deep into gaming at that time, and yeah, um, this is like so it got massive controversy, uh, got banned, you know, because there's like half nude, naked young girls in it, and I think one of them actually was underage when they filmed it. And, that was a uh, different game. Is that a different one?
2: Yeah, I've got. I mean, I've, no, sorry, <laughs> I've got that game
0: um anyhow uh but yeah so what i liked about this which i actually cut out which i should have left in there the trailer to this um nintendo switch version has the old footage of the guy on tv going night trap like uh, in the courts going night trap will never ever be put released on a nintendo uh, nintendo system and then it's like goes to this like
1: oh my god that's such a good idea for a trailer that's great
0: actually it might not. Cheesy. actually no no it wasn't the trailer it was just the video that of this trailer or something i don't know uh but yeah it was the actual footage and i really really loved it like seeing that old dude say that and then it cuts to the trailer on switch
2: (laughs) how cheesy is the intro to this when you're they they break the the fourth wall and they're talking to well that's very risque um and they're talking to you like you're a member of the team of this special forces team that has to keep Keep kids alive yeah and keep them alive by operating traps when bad guys are near them which is like the least effective way of doing this but hey yeah
0: why not just storm in
3: and yeah save them just what, watch them police like hello police yeah, yeah. There, there's some ninjas look at that guy he's so rapey no they weren't they okay were- next game
2: uh next one is the phoenix right ace attorney trilogy for 20 bucks now this game who's these in games game? are awesome do you know Pardon? who's in
3: that game do you know who's in there
2: Would it be... Attorney Hawk,
3: skateboarder at law. Yes, he is. He's in there. Attorney Hawk, our good friend, friend of the show, sponsor of the show, Attorney Hawk. Attorney Hawk will take all your legal worries away with his skateboarding prowess. Was that guy saying Justice
2: Apollo as well? Oh, there he is, Phoenix. There's there's Phoenix Wright. Uh, So, yeah, if you want to go um, become Phoenix Wright, go solve some crimes and argue them in court by yelling objection. Oh, actually, does it work on the switch? Can you yell objection at it? On the DS versions, you could yell at the DS to object in court.
0: The um, I'm not sure, but my my friend used to play this, and she was saying that like you're in court and you're stuffed because you've got no evidence and stuff like that, and you just go like objection, and they're like, "What do you want, Phoenix?" Right? Well, what have you got? And you look at your menu, and all you have is like your your badge to say that you're a um a lawyer yeah. and you're like i'm gonna show this and you actually show it in the game and everyone just goes like dude that's just a badge it doesn't mean anything yeah. and i'm like i love that they put that in there
2: yeah you do actually have to go through interview people look at cues, so that you can um, make links to actual evidence and stuff like that and solve crimes it's really cool and mm. 20 bucks for three games is amazing yeah that's so good uh, last but not least, Devil May Cry 1 and 2. Uh, $17.97 each. Not the cheapest, but if you are a Devil May Cry sort of brawler fan, definitely jump on that. Like go uh, old mate Dante with his jacket. Look at him flipping and flopping all over the place.
0: I couldn't get into these games. I know people swear by the... the- the yeah, uh, Devil May Cry games. Um, I tried to get into them recently, and I enjoyed the new one that that one with all the, uh, the number five. Yeah, the, all the the kids, like the, the young people, the guy who looked like um, Kylo Ren and stuff like that. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, it was Final Fantasy fifteen slash Devil May Cry.
0: Yeah, that was really fun and really well done. and It was so cheese and awesome. And I know the cutscenes in this are really cheese and and fun, but I found the gameplay a bit uncheese. Like it was yeah, just I bad. I didn't play the first.
2: I played number four and number five. And they were cool. They were good fun. Hmm. All right. Done. That's deals.
0: Should we move on to the old uh, Kojima watch, Ben?
3: I just wanted to see what you guys would do when you had to end end that segment. There we go. In my head. in (laughs) In my head. I uh, had, they're just going to sit there awkwardly until they're given direction. And I was right. But a man who doesn't need any direction, he gives the direction because his direction is always right. Direction. Kojima! And it's time for Kojima Watch. Now, this doesn't necessarily have that much to do with Kojima, but like he's sort of self-isolating, so not doing anything. So it's getting hard to find Kojima news. But here's something kind of tied to him. That's a Metal Gear movie, and it's all been hyped lately. Uh, now, director, or well, would-be director of the Metal Gear movie, director Jordan Vaught-Roberts has been working on getting a Metal Gear Solid movie made since 2014. It's his passion project and hopes he can get it made one day. He sent out this tweet, uh, which includes video game voice actors David Hayter, Paul Ilding, who was, who was Randolph, uh, who, oh, sorry, no, he was um, Solid, yeah. Anyway, voice actors, they're there. Uh, And they they did some talking, and it was funny stuff talking about the movie that isn't going to come out, but they sure hope it will. Uh, He also released this concept art of Rex. Oh, that
2: looks awesome.
3: Damn, that looks sweet.
0: Uh, You can't see the little man's cut off at the bottom there. You can just see the head sticking out, but yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, that'd be amazing. Which Metal Gear was it where um, Snake Snake and Octagon uh, fighting in mechs? Like they're in mechs? octagon
0: octagon's his guy that was ocelot. in that that, that ocelot, last sorry. video he, that's his mate right. ocelot.
2: No, octagon. Oh, yeah, yeah, so.
3: triangles uh <laughs> it was uh snake and it's uh, a hard drive <laughs> liquid <laughs> ocelot in uh in the in the mech in the in the metal gears just punching each other in the face i want to see that what do you reckon
0: about a Metal Gear film. Like, do
3: you reckon it will work?
0: Like, seriously? I don't think it will. Hey.
3: <laughs> they would just have to cut it down to, like, it would simply have to be um, Big Boss is the bad guy, and you don't know who he is. You're Solid Snake, and you're infiltrating. You come up against Liquid. He reveals that he's your twin brother. And the big twist at the end is that you're clones of Big Boss.
0: I reckon they could even go back a bit further and just do, like, um, Snake Eater. Like, right? do a period piece in that time, make it real simple. The, Cause that was pretty simple at the start. Like, you know, you just fight, like, that was one where, was that the one with big boss is the main character. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You're naked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're a naked snake and like, just do that small storyline. Like, and just like, you know, start. And then if they want to, they can go up. I there.
3: still, so I'm reading a, uh, a book at the moment that I got from um, pixel Creep, which is uh, a fan site that writes books. Uh, and I, yeah, trying to get my head around still the Metal Gear storyline. And I just can't. I, I, I can't. I, um, I've watched. Yep. Wayne, uh,
0: Wayne Brummelly over on Facebook, it said it was Alan Wake American Nightmares. Thank you, Wayne. All right, we, yes, that's what that add-on was called for Alan Wake. American Nightmares.
3: Uh, so back to Kajina. He has nothing to do with the movie.
2: Oh, really? That seems really like a, like a big mistake. Like, yeah. This is the guy that created the characters.
3: Yep, yep, I agree. But he's uh, been kicked out. He's not allowed to touch him. You're not allowed to play with our toys, Kojima, because you said some naughty words. Like, can Boobies. I have money? Can can I can I can I not have? Apparently, David Hater isn't a fan of um, uh, Kojima.
0: He might be hard to work with, like he's a perfectionist or something like that. David Hater's pretty no, funny. He's dummy he's just, thick.
3: He's just a just just a, a hater. Uh, <laughs> should, <laughs> let's move. Let's move on to to the. Bloody topic. Shall we do that? Yeah. No, let's do it. Let's thank some Patreons first.
0: Oh, I forgot to press that button. Here we are. Well, so thank you to our beautiful Patreons out there. Thank you to Sam Beard. Thank you to Ashraf in the chat, you beautiful beast. Thank you to Todd Randall. Thank you to Tomasso. Thank you to Mike Towns, who's also in the chat, the beautiful beast. Thank you to Karen Knight. Thank you to Ash Knight. Thank you to Dylan Stevenson. Thank you to Carlin Bud. They are our top level Patreons producer-level Patreons. If you want to support us over on Patreon, go over to uh, patreon.com slash Hackdesigner. Is that right, Ben? And yes. you can go over there and you can support us with cash money. Uh, we can really appreciate it. That's why this show looks so swish, so beautiful, so sparkly, because you guys help us. Uh, you get some added content. New content will start coming again as Patreon will be back soon because the pandemic is lightning, so the content is going to come back as well or something like that. Um, yeah. And we've got some people in, uh, in the chat. Thank you, Ashraf, as well, who's in the chat. I think I mentioned that, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, also, soon, we're going to be able to uh, thank uh, Claire McGuinness. She's going to jump over and support us because she's been supporting us over on Twitch this whole time and didn't realize it.
3: <laughs> uh, also, one of the perks you get if you're a Patreon, you get your name in gold over in our Discord server. Now, for those of you who don't know, Discord is like M-I-R-C in the old days, Merc. Brayden, do you know what Merc is? I have no clue what that is at all. Yep, it's a text-based relay chat, internet relay, internet relay chat. I think. Uh, basically, very, very simple text. You type it up. Dan, why have you got the trophy of infinite wisdom?
0: I finally remembered to bring it home from the
3: comic shop. Good. <laughs> anyway, you can go and join us over on bit.ly/backslash/hackthedino. My goodness, what a disjointed mess this show is. Anyway, Braden, it's a hard drive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bugger this! I'm, it's I'm, a I'm, I'm, I'm moving it o- over. Let's go.
3: Anyhow, we're back for Tots. Pokemon! Uh, yes, Tots. Topic of the show. Topic of the show this week is the top five games of this current generation. Now we were discussing this before the show. There is some discrepancy as what exactly is in the eighth generation of video games because the Switch sort of came out mid-generation. Is 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 the Switch next gen? Because they had the Wii U. Is it? Yeah. You know, what do we do about the Pros? What? Where's the 1S, All digital. Come in. What about the, anyway, so we've decided the current consoles that are out on the market now. So Xbox One series, the uh, PlayStation 4 series, and the Switch. That's what we're counting as the current gen. We have got our favorite games of this current gen, and we are going to share them with you. But, but, at the end. There's a but? There's a but. There's a big but. There's a big old but. Does lots of squats. It's real peachy like I li- a snake. I
0: like that. I cannot lie.
3: Uh, I went into our discord and asked our beloved discord people, uh, what games they think are the best of this current generation. They gave me a whole list. I took the top four, uh, that had the most votes and put them to a vote over on Instagram. And then the Instagram people decided what is the hack that we haven't got. To, uh, what was the name for the fans? We came up with floppy. Was it dino riders i think it was dino riders yep so uh hack the dino fans are now called dino riders that name's never been used before and uh we won't get sued Ooh, anyway the-, the dino riders uh decided what the uh their game is and we'll talk about that right at the end but dan what is your game of the current generation
0: i just want to mention as well that we've got some people already in the chat is yelling out games names i love it um oh and we've also been asked is the Ouya counted <laughs> Ooh no <laughs> oh no 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 okay so this was super hard like this mm. been like like you floated this idea and i was like yeah this would be cool This would be easy and then i just sat there for ages and i'm like oh man because i it's it's xbox it's switch it's everything and then i kind of decided and then i went into the chat and then someone had already taken my game <laughs> you guys but um and then i really thought about it some more and then i really worked worked out the, the game i kind of um really loved through this console generation was none other than near automata. This would be in my, my top game. Um I played this multiple times. I earned this on multiple consoles, which is always one of my I should put me on there. Uh, which is always also one of those rules that I feel like, you know, if you own a game on multiple, multiple systems, it probably means it means a fair lot to you. Um like the the forest and stuff like that did to me. So and we're gonna I suppose we're just gonna do a little mini review of this, are we Ben? Is that what's happening?
3: Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool.
0: Um, so I've also got two honourable mentions. Um, my other two, I was, I was going between with Bloodborne and Doom Eternal. Uh, so they were my two that I, I was kind of like, what What can I do? I love them all, but I felt like this one was the one that really, really got me going. So it's a third-person open-world game. Um it's, it's by uh, Square Enix, and it's one of those crazy Square Enix stories. You start off, and straight away, I was super interested in this on this in this story. I was like, why are these gothic Lolita robots fighting, you know, like, ro- other robots on Earth? And they drip-fed you, like, what was going on, and I, I really got attached to the story. Then there's the, the music in this. The music in this game is chronically good. I was like, I, list, I I don't listen to many game soundtracks like, uh, you know, uh, just casually, but this is something I will put on because all the game, all the music in this was purely made like, um, I mean, all all game music is made for a game, but this one was made basically like that there's singing in there and these songs go for like 40 minutes of like these amazing orchestral like pieces that are so good. Um. So, and, and then whenever I hear those, songs now i get the feels i get those emotions that were that the game like gave me when the first time i played it um you've got the battle system it was fluid it was amazing it was fast you have these floating swords behind you you can do moves where you can split your character into like like a dodge that will split them into four pieces and zoom them together you can throw swords out and zink them back like very final fantasy um ish but like it just had this awesome oozing amount of style to it that i had not seen in any other game and it's the feeling that this game uh that the 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 stylistic choices of how they went with their graphics and how the characters talked and how they felt was just so unique to me i'd never played anything like it um it has a massive amount of of cool weird moments in the game as well there are bits where like you come across like really very square uh all right those weird Easter eggs that don't they they make you feel weird because they're so weird and they're so out of place, but they, they kind of work there's a bit where you walk up and there's all these like robots like getting sexy with each other because they're emulating humans, it's really weird um they go there's all those moments um and then the story as you're playing it, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, but not to the point where it's too ridiculous it's just it just keeps opening up and you're like whoa this is this is such you get so into the story like. And then you find out that the game's got bloody 26 endings. (laughs) It's got like, so you have a letter, you have an ending for every letter of the alphabet. And one of the endings, as an example, is if you die before the first save point, that's an ending and you get the credits roll up quickly and it just goes, yeah, you finished the game. That is a possible ending of these characters. Um, I'm not going to get into the exact ending of what happens at the end because it is really an... For those who haven't played, I have spoiled it on this show before. I'm not going to do it this time. But for those people who have, I, you really need to experience this ending. Um, I couldn't explain it, but I do have a quote, a a, a paragraph here. I just want to read out, which was um from uh the AVClub.com and John uh, Anthony John Angi- and and wrote, and I thought this really encapsulated what near is. So I'm just going to read it. So quote: Nero Automata doesn't pass a av- doesn't pass a value d- judgment on whatever choice you make. The game repeatedly stresses that there's no hidden reward for sacrificing yourself, and no one else will know dif- dis- definitively that you chose to make that sacrifice. But in giving you the choice at all, near near is elevated from a clever and earnest medit ah uh, man this is so hard to read, clear and earnest meditation on existentialism existentialism, can you say that word for me, Ben? Existential, existentialism, existentialism to a deeply personal exploration of what it means to have little time being anything, a little, what it means to have little time being anything at all. Oh, that's so hard to say. B2 and 9S get to have a life. Oh, man, I, I can't read tonight. Eh? I'm, I'm up to that point. Would you like to read it for me, Ben? Sure. Where were you up to? Just go for uh, a bit Okay, I'll go for stuff. Yeah, just go for stuff. I'm so sorry. I'm just so bad at reading off of the screen when I get nervous.
3: Okay, so Dan, keep you up and you can mouth the words to my no. voice. Near Automata doesn't pass a value judgment on whatever your choice you make. The game repeatedly stresses that there's no hidden reward for sacrificing yourself and no one else will know definitively that you chose to make the sacrifice. But in giving you the choice at all, Nier is elevated from a clever and earnest meditation on existentialism to a deeply personal exploration of what it means to have little time being anything at all. 2B and 9S get to have a life after you make that choice and you'll never get to see any of it. There's no server waiting to back up their memories, no pointless war to wage, no traumatic need to forcefully perpetuate that war forever. They get to go on, your time ends, And it is all worth it.
0: So that's what I think. That was the best explanation of this game. I know that doesn't make a massive amount of sense. And I apologize for me not being able to read just then. I got too emotional. What are you doing, Ben?
3: Nothing. What, you are laughing at me? (laughs) No, not at you. (laughs) It's a, oh, no, I'm getting paid out. No, No, you're not. You're not. You're not. Brayden just drew a picture of me and sent it to me in the chat. Um, yeah, so this I game, d- deeply, per- I, I don't know what's going on. Um, I apologize for me not being
0: able to read it. I got too emotional. I got too into it. And you know, once you stuff up reading something and you realize it's important, you can't then concentrate. I did that thing. And this is the reason, oh my God, I just saw it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so while I'm going on about my game, Dan, do you want to bring up what we've all been laughing at? <laughs> I have. <laughs> it was a hard
0: drive. one. <laughs> <laughs> For so those listeners on the podcast, we're not going to bring up that what that was. Let's never speak of this moment again.
3: Okay. Um, uh, should I talk about my game, or are you you done? I am done.
0: Let's go okay. move on. I apologize for my. Uh... No, I'm not going to apologize. I was no wicked.
3: screw it. Own it. That's I... the way Dan is. You don't like it? Too bad. Go away. No, don't go away. We we need stay here. We'll get rid of Dan. Honestly, it, it's nothing. We're just gone. We need you. See, I actually need That's to go so to the easy.
0: toilet. I'm actually going to run out when you start talking about this game. So don't ask me a question.
3: Okay. Uh, so, my game is, oh, no surprise, Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda. Uh, so, this game reinvented the Zelda franchise, which uh, while returning to its explorative roots. So, it went from uh, the very generic, let's say, Ocarina of Time type linear 3D thing that they, they did for a while uh, and then went completely open world and when they went completely open world and opened up the exploration it came right back towards uh, Zelda 1. Zelda 1 was you dropped in the middle of the world all right, off you go, do what you gotta do and while there was some kind of linear storyline to it, you could go anywhere and if you were just uh, underpowered you, you couldn't complete that level this was the same, uh, I remember when I was playing uh, Breath of the Wild for the very first time I was on uh, Liano Bridge or whatever it is, Larano Bridge. And I crossed it after defeating some bad guys. And I saw in the distance a big old horseman, which we can see on the screen now. It was, of course, a Lionel. And I thought, what is that? That is scary looking. I'm going to try and kill it. So I'm all right. And I started walking towards him and it turned and faced me. And then it just came running at me. And I was went, ah, oh, yeah, I've got you. Oh, no, I'm dead. So then I learned to fear the Lynels, but that's the type of game it could be. You could speak to anyone and every single person who you talk to would have a different way that they experienced or they played the game. Uh, The only thing you really had to do was complete that great plateau at the start in order to get your powers. But after that, you could do whatever you want. You've got speedrunners who are are jumping off and going to fight Ganon straight away in the tower. You've got people who can go around and do all the, uh, the, Domains and all the shrines and everything—it was great. Uh, there were 17.41 million copies sold. So at the moment, there are 53 million Switches out there in the wild that people have bought. It means roughly one in five people who purchase a Switch also purchase this game. Floppy.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that at uh, at launch there was more copies of this game sold than Switches.
3: Yep. So I was going to bring that up because it was also released on the Wii U, and yes, there was for a very short time. I didn't want to bring it up, though, because I didn't want the chat going, oh, yeah, but that's because there was no games on the Switch at launch. Sorry. Because then I'd have to get like really violent and angry, and it's just not like me. I, I don't do that. Um, so I came out with some DLC as well. It's inexpensive, and I'm looking at you, Mortal Kombat 11. The DLC with the extra storyline and the extra stuff was only $20 Australian and it added to the journey. It added to the whole um, experience of the game. It added to the story and it gave you a really awesome item at the end. you got a motorcycle just to burn around Hyrule in. It was fantastic. Um, what have I got written here? <laughs> uh, you, you can add elements to the game after you've played it. So in the screen now, we can see the top of Mr. A game from the the show. Uh, he quite often does challenge series uh, where someone who's really, really smart and good looking gave him that idea when he was on that show. Um, Basically he asked people to give him challenges, which is what he's doing now, trying to defeat a Lionel, uh, a black Lionel without uh, any upgrades or anything. And, Yeah, the longevity comes through that. Uh, Mr. A-Game had one just the other week where it was how many silver boxes can you stack up on top of each other before they fall down using the magnesis. Um, Hard mode, which came with the DLC, is hard. It is real pain in the butt to finish. Um, The game has something for everyone. It's relaxing and intense uh, at the same time, depending on what kind of mood you're in. You can go around exploring or you can go up against the line and get your butt kicked. And finally, I really want to talk about how awesome the Shrines idea were. They got away of rid of the traditional dungeons and came in with 122 Shrines, which were just basically mini dungeons, one room dungeons in most of the cases. And you had to seek them out, find them out and complete a very simple puzzle in order to get uh, the reward at the end. And for me... That was a lot more engaging. It gave the game a lot more uh, longevity and a lot more fun. And I think it's absolutely the way to go. Floppy, what were you going to say? And hopefully stretch this segment until Dan gets back from being a human. He's back.
2: Oh, I've been, I, back, for been, been back for ages. Yeah, he's been oh, back okay. for ages. Um, look, I was just going to say, you're touching on your comment about how different people play the game differently. Like, is this, I've never finished this game, but I love it. And it's one of those games that I just jump on maybe once a month and I'll play it for a few days and wander around and just explore like aimlessly. I actually enjoyed just wandering around, finding different things, remembering how to play the game every time I pick it up. And I'm not actually stressed about getting to Ganon. Like, I just enjoy being in that world.
3: I have to admit, when I first played it, I didn't want to go fight Ganon. I kept looking. I didn't want my journey to end. Same. Like, I I did not want the story to be over. I wanted that always to be there. But it got to the point where I got all the shrines. I got pretty much everything else. And all that was left to do was to find Korok's. And I'm not getting those little poo seed dudes because really? the only reward is a golden pile of poo at the end. Isn't,
2: isn't there like 900 of them?
3: 998 or something.
2: That's too many. Yeah, and
3: ye, all you get at the end is a golden poo because uh, uh, what's his name? A poo. Yato, whatever his name is, uh, thought it'd be funny. Yeah, you get a poo.
0: <laughs> I am. Um, you know I was just playing this game recently. This was going to be my. my, my uh, I probably would have picked this as my as well. Um, but you'd already picked it and it's, I'd chosen your automata. I just replayed this recently on master mode, doing that, that bit, getting the motorbike and man, that was hard. <laughs> like, like that was a, that was a slog doing it in the old master mode, uh, refighting all the bosses again. But I don't know what you mean, Ben, like the idea of like, you just don't want to, I feel like I just wish there was eight
3: beasts in this, you know what I mean? Eight. Oh, so it was a longer game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they just kind of like. I mean, it makes you fight them again, but I reckon they could have done, just do more of it. I made, it just didn't feel, it felt long enough. I just gagged for more. That's all. I, I'm just complaining about the perfect storm.
3: <laughs> um. Anyway, that's my uh, my game of this generation.
2: Uh, Floppy, what's yours? Oh, so my, like I had a couple of runner-ups. I'm going to do my runner-ups first. I had two runner-ups. So I had Spider-Man and Batman Arkham Knight as my runner-ups for my favorite game. Did Ben have any runner-ups? Spider-Man, God of War. That'll do. Oh, yep. (laughs) So I can't actually see the chat at the moment. I'm just going to say to the chat that these are my... This is my favorite game. I'm not saying it's the best game that came out. Yeah, you are. No, uh, oh, this is
3: our picks. So you can be whatever you like. Yeah, they can't it's, my,
2: it's my favorite game, but I think it's the best game. And i but went you're wrong. with.
0: The chat should spew out their favorite games, though. To yeah, chat. If you want to spew it out, or in the comments, if you're watching us on YouTube, put your favorite comment down the bottom there. I mean, your, favorite, your favorite comment, your, fa- your, your favorite, favorite game of this console generation or co- recent console generation.
2: But the game that I did pick was a brand new IP from Guerrilla Games, came out in 2017, little thing called Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, so if you haven't played it, you'd uh, play Agloy, who you can see there. You're an orphan, and you're on a journey to discover uh, sort of where you came from and the secrets of the world that you live in, why it is the way it is. Um, it is in this kind of, I guess you could call it post-apocalyptic where society is crumbled you see the ruins of cities and things like that uh people live in sort of nomadic tribes again now and um nature has sort of taken back the land and overgrown everything but there are these giant mechanical prehistoric beasts like it's just it is so cool it has so giant different- dinos yep. yep and you hack them you literally do ah. hack the dinos oh mind blown I hadn't even thought of that um well done that was good. Thanks. Totally throwing me off my thing now. Though. Good thing. I've never thought of that before. And it just came to me just then, <laughs> but this is a beautiful game. This is like a brand new IP. So it was not sort of taken from anything else. Um, I love this world. I loved being a part of this world. I love going and exploring things. I love seeing the different beasts that rock up. I love going into little areas where you can learn about what happened in the past from like audio tapes and things like that. It has a great sort of balance um so it's an rpg with all these side missions and all that but the side missions don't feel tacked on every single side mission you go on felt like it is there for a specific reason you don't feel like you're on fetch quests even though some of them are it's like fetch quests and things like that this this little- was
0: this was the only game i played where i i was playing it and i was playing the main storyline and i played it for friggin' ages and i finally got you know to the end of this thing that this guy helped him out got this castle back and that and went, oh the game's over and then i realized it was a bloody side quest i fully thought i'd finished the game and it was just a side <laughs> quest that's how chronically good the side quests were in this game
2: yeah there's so much thought and story just put into the side quest as well um so it just feels like this humongous world where you can go out and and live the game in the order that you choose and it's and it feels satisfying and it feels. um it just feels meaty and chunky the whole time. It doesn't feel like there's any filler. It's uh, so good it's soup. Just, it, is soup. A, it is a great hearty minestrone soup. This one, uh, this is these things are terrifying. They're like panthers. I love those things. Uh, but yeah, so all your weapons and things like that are all based on. Um, we'd call them all almost sort of a, pre not prehistoric. What's the people called that lived back then? pro magnum ne- yeah those sorts of weapons but like made from leftover bits of technology from from a more technologically advanced society so they've got gears and and bits of metal that are sort of bent into bows and things like that. it's just such a cool idea like I really grabbed me and i just kept wanting to be a part of this world um another cool thing that makes it sort of draws you in is the fact that you deal with uh the things that drive the story the things that sort of are happening in today's world so there's things like AI that's being um, taken over and that's quite scary. So we have way more things now in technology that's um, a little bit scary, a little bit, you know, artificial intelligence things like that, climate change sort of taking back and affecting the world and all those elements are in there. And that really draws you in and so you can relate to things like that as well. And yeah. Once again, going back to the amount of copies that it sold, it was just such a good game. I don't know why it didn't Game of the Year. It did like 10 million I copies. know.
3: I can tell you exactly why it wasn't Game of the Year because <laughs> two weeks after this was released, a little game called Breath of the Wild came out and absolutely decimated it. And while this was revolutionary and groundbreaking and had Breath of the Wild not come out, it probably would have been Game of the Year. It didn't have that one thing that Breath of the Wild had and that was climb anything. It still had the old nope, can't climb here, nope <laughs> yeah, can't jump over that little fence, um, whereas Breath of the wild just broke that. they rewrote that whole engine physics law and and you can just climb everything. So that's where it fell out here. and then they released their DLC, and then I think two or three weeks later, Nintendo released the Breath of the Wild DLC. So they just had it in for this game.
2: They really did. Yeah. Now, I love this game. Um, if you haven't played it, go do it. it's awesome.
3: All <laughs> uh, right, so um Braden. Yeah, I'm here. Hello. It, how you it's doing? a hard drive. It's a hard drive.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm glad you liked my drawing before. Um,
3: <laughs> that was fantastic.
1: Yeah, uh, I got to say, my honorable mentions, uh, 100% Horizons in there, um, Spider-Man, and uh, actually Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, yeah, that game that's, was good. Oh, yeah, I forgot absolutely about that one. freaking loved it. Uh, but my pick has to go to God of War from 2018. It was just absolutely bonkers good. Like, out of nowhere as well. Like, four years ago, if you were like, oh, yeah, Braden, your favorite game of 2018 is going to be a God of War game, I would have laughed in your face and been like, God of War, yeah, you know, it's a bit of fun. Bit of, like, smash the square button for two hours and then get bored. But, and then this just completely revitalized the series and kept, like, the core elements of the initial games to kind of even though i hadn't really played the initial god of wars like i felt connected to it because kratos had been like a playstation character for so long and it just absolutely hit home perfectly um with kratos having completely decimated the greek pantheon he went all right cool i'm a head north and uh went up to uh norway and midgard in norse mythology um he swapped out his uh dual wielding uh blades of chaos and uh swapped it out for a massive badass axe that works like it was just the freaking coolest thing ever and the mechanics of it oh it felt so good to throw that axe and just watch it go and land somewhere and then just call it back and you feel like the heft of it as it comes back oh it was
3: choice um choice that's something i used to say in high school Choice. You're not really a millennial at all, are you? Take off that mask. It's like
2: it's a very word, it's like a, 1994. It's like a word people I say some Canberra. stuff.
0: That's a camera saying. Choice. Yeah. Uh,
1: what's it? Um, essays, uh, buddy. Uh, it's good. Or whatever it is. Heaps good. Heaps good. That's it. It's heaps good. Uh, this is the first time that a uh, 3D game, uh, like a AAA game, has done a one single shot camera for the entirety of a game. Yeah, that was crazy. It's gorgeous. Like, everything going from cinematic fights to actual, like, cinematic cutscene-type parts to straight into fluid gameplay. Like, every part, like, it kept you so in the world. It was beautiful. Um, And, like, just on that as well, think about the power of PS5 with that. That'd be amazing. Yes, Floppy?
2: So I was just touching on that thing. You know, I never noticed the whole single camera shot until someone pointed it out and then you can't you can't unsee that you can't not notice it like it's just so fluid at the start like you just i think they do it so well that you don't notice
1: yeah the first hour would go by and you might not even notice at all and then you get further into the game further into the game you keep playing the game and it's just sort of like oh hang on a second i don't think i've seen the game load this is weird
2: For people that haven't played it, it's one single camera shot. It never cuts away. It never changes angles. It's one single shot the whole way through. Never loads.
1: Oh, it's phenomenal. It never loads. It just stays on a static screen forever. Um, No, so the story that they told with it, like Corey Barlog, like one of the heads at Sony Santa Monica who did this, like hats off to him there's a great documentary about the production of this game as well people should go and check it out it's amazing um but uh the story and the connection they managed to create with kratos and his son like this is a character who everyone was like he he is one dimensional as hell (laughs) he He was
3: such a dude bro oh he's
1: dude bro he's just angry and that's it all he does is he's angry and he wants to kill zeus and that's it there's nothing else to him he just wants to kill and like they made me care about him so much and they humanized him in such a great way with uh his son atreus and the oh the story they weave with it is incredible um I'm going to quickly fly through some other little dot points that I had here. Cause I know I'm taking up a lot of time. Um, they had some excellent side characters in this game as well. Uh, Mimir, who's the smartest man alive, who you decapitate out of cause he's stuck in a tree and you tie him to your belt and carry him around. And he just tells stories. He's, excellent um brock and Sindri, who are the brothers who are merchants and uh craftsmen they are hilarious in every single cutscene they're in freya who's definitely just the witch of the woods and nothing else that requires spoilers or would ruin story moments
3: raiden just keep it low-key all right don't have any spoilers all
1: right i'll keep it nice and you know i'll keep it down um boulder as like the bad guy you're fighting this is what this fight is right now this is within the first hour of the game and it makes you feel like a fucking superhero oh it's so good yes was boulder thor's brother uh yes
3: i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) brayden
1: yeah so legitimately boulder is thor's brother i was gonna get to this because uh every fight with boulder it feels like a superhero movie it's incredibly badass um but one of the other standout random character (laughs) moments uh is the uh sons of boulder's brother thor uh, the sons who were voiced by Nolan North and Troy Baker. And they're just two dumb idiots who try to fight you. And it's just a great little side moment in the game. And th- the two of them voicing it stupid. This game sold over 5 million copies within a month and over 10 million by like a year later.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. What, game. That was a great review. Just don't read a paragraph now about it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good
1: now. Um,
3: I I am going to go back and play this game. I've wanted to go back and play it for a long time. Um, And yeah, it it has to happen because my God, what a beautiful game. Uh, On a somewhat sad and depressing note, the body model for Kratos in this game uh, was a wrestler called Shad uh, Shad Gatspar. Uh, He recently, like in the past two days, passed away. Um, He he was out swimming in Miami and him Mm -hmm. and his 10-year-old son got caught in a rip. And uh, yeah, this lifeguards came out and he ordered them to go and save his son. And as they did, a wave came down and, and crashed on him and he, he uh, sadly passed away. Um, That's, right. That's heavy. So yeah, he, by all accounts, he, he was a very nice guy as well. Um, mm. and, and at, at least he'll giant.
1: be remembered through like such an absolute masterpiece of
3: art. Yeah. Well, not only that, he also stopped a robbery like an armed robbery because he was just this big hulking man and <laughs> was able to subdue Guy's a an actual superhero. Yeah. He was, he was just a wonderful person. So I'm um, really sad that that came out, but um... oh, okay. We're going to move on now to the audience vote. So we had, as I said earlier, I went into the discord and asked all our people over there at bit.ly backslash hack the dino, be sure to join. So you can be in these little things in the future uh, and ask them for their favorite games, collated the top four. And then put them to Instagram over at Instagram.com backslash hack the dino to see who would be the audience winner of the game of the current generation.
0: Are you gonna Coming read? In, are you gonna read? Oh yeah, cool. On
3: yeah, I'll bottom. read now. Come in at fourth place with two votes was I, I, Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh this one just beat out Near Automata, by the way, Dan.
0: Yeah. It's
3: my, it's my favorite fifth. game. Did that really get in there? Yeah, yeah. A couple of people suggested Near Automata. Uh the number three was Witcher 3 mm-hmm. Witcher. Uh, yeah, yeah. Number two, God of War.
0: We've already explained that.
3: And number one with Horizon Zero Dawn. Thirteen <laughs> votes compared to the single digit votes of the others was Breath of the Wild.
2: <laughs> I can landslide.
3: <laughs> it creamed it. <laughs> um yeah. It it like we can all agree that that game is truly magnificent and genre defining.
0: It's um, it's definitely a, an amazing game. Um, I think it's such a such a landslide of a win. It's, like I thought, like you know, a couple of other people might. There's there's no Ben there.
1: <laughs> people are crazy for Breath of the Wild.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it shows as well. It's, it's and it would have probably been my favorite game of this console generation as well. But yeah, um, nah, I like Near Automata. It's different, and we, we can all be different, and that's great. That's good Do you what else them? is great? You, that that, we, that Red Dead Redemption wasn't mentioned.
2: Yeah, but something even greater, Floppy. Floppy's opinion that everything was open world RPGs.
3: Oh, third person. Very good point, Floppy. Yeah, that that that's absolutely. There were. I think no... we have a type. We
1: definitely have a type. The four of us. Well, I I was was it us, though, that...
3: Or is it in general? Because all those games sold millions of copies, and a lot of them are games buy of the year. More than one
1: that's true that is true and i
2: was surprised yeah, there was never an there was never an overwatch there was never a Fortnite. so
3: breath of the wild was game of the year god of war was game of the year witcher 3 was game of the year yeah. final fantasy 7 Oh, will um so uh it's time for dan versus the world is that it? <laughs> it is
4: dan versus the world
3: why didn't you get to change my glasses (laughs) dan versus the world is the game we play at the end of the show so you hang around and watch the whole thing because algorithms i have three songs from video game history or future Uh, i've only done that once and i will play the first five seconds of one song it would be then up to dan who represents dan to ask a question to try and figure out from which game that song comes from. It will then go over to Brayden and Floppy who represent you, the world, because this is Dan versus the world. See what I did there, very clever. They will ask a question. It'll go back and forth for five questions time. At the end of the fifth question, each team will have the opportunity to guess. If they get it right, they get a point. If they get it wrong, they don't get a point. Rather simple. They can try and guess before the fifth question is uh, asked. However, if they do and they get it wrong, it goes to the other team. So at the end of last week, Dan, with a clean sweep, three out of three is on 12, but the world's still on 14. So he's still uh, not winning. Now, and- Dan, you're the holder of the Trophy of in- Infinite Knowledge, aren't you? Yeah,
0: I got it here. I should have brought it out now. Here it is. Look at that. Oh, I
3: love it. Mm. Dan won that last year, won it back off the world in our grand final show. You can check that out over on YouTube.com backslash HackTheDino. While you're there, like, subscribe, share. Check out Mr A game. He's in there as well. It's a good old time for everyone.
0: And the reason I wear sunglasses in this bit, apart from the fact it matches everything, um, it's because if I take my glasses off, I can't read. So I can't read the chat. So I can't cheat. Uh, I really right. can't. I really can't read the chat. I, I can't see. I'm having trouble reading my buttons to change what we have to do here. But let's go. Okay,
3: let's go. Here you we got, go. Song number your, one.
0: You got your thing ready? Oh. <laughs> Okay, song number one. Song number one. Well, I have to um.
3: Sorry, question it, number one. Is That's it me? One. Yeah, me? Yeah, it's me. Yes, you Dan. Uh, yeah. What consoles are on? Uh, this one came out on the Super Nintendo. Okay. Next, Poppy and Braden.
1: What uh, what genre is this bad boy?
3: Uh, side scroller. Mm.
0: Damn! Question okay, number two. So Super Nintendo side scroller. Yep. Well, that narrows it down to all of them. Yeah. Uh, um what um do you what what are you
3: uh <laughs> you you're you're a man
1: all right <laughs> narrows it down so much you're not a, yeah, you're, you're,
3: a a you're not an ape <laughs> no i mean i i can elaborate on that but it'll give it away No, no, don't know no. that was a joke okay question number two floppy and Braden. Alright, uh, floppy one last time. Um What is your What is your main weapon? Uh big old hand cannon. Oh <laughs> Is it um Shit. Is it Mega
2: Man? What one was on it? Is it
0: Mega Man? Mega Man what's the one that's worth heaps of money? Mega Man X? Yes! Yes!
3: Yes, yes, it, yes it was, Mega hey. Man X.
0: Read it and wait, oh. dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost going to give you a hand there, but I didn't need to. Well, That's that's the one that everyone always talks about. The one
1: Sorry, Braden. More, nah, worth that's money. all good. It's all good. So that's Dan is question. on
3: 13 now. 13. Jeez. He's catching up, boys. What's going on? You're letting the world down. Okay, here we go. Song number two. I know this. Dan, question number one. It's Silent Hill. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs>
0: it's, Silent, it, it's the Silent Hill music. I, I've heard it a thousand billion times. Um, I don't even. It's Silent Hill.
3: Okay. There you go. 14 all. Good God. Lord. Oh, I haven't
0: been changing that. Even hey, it. I, I can't read. I don't know where my thing is.
3: Dan's blind. I like put my but we are on, on 14 apiece. <laughs> all right, Dan, you ready? No, wait. No, are you no. doing that? I'm going to play the third and final song. Now, the world, can you you know, win one? Like, Dan has got five in a row now.
0: Wait,
3: what? What of my own? You're on 14.
2: <laughs> the world's on. <laughs> That's yeah, a Dan. great look, Dan. You business,
3: guys better check this out on YouTube. Business and com- pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Third song. Who's going to win this round? Who's going to win? 14 apiece. Here we go. keep going keep it going dan question number one
0: uh well i know that band (laughs) i'm gonna keep it going otherwise we're gonna go short what is it on console wise uh
3: playstation one originally
1: Floppy? uh,
2: Brayden, do you know which one?
1: I mean, that... No, like, I think Dan's got a better chance at this because he knows the name of the band. Like, whereas... And, like, narrowing it down is going to be hard to do without just ruining the whole game.
2: Shall I just take a stab and hopefully we win this?
1: You know what? I say go for it. Yeah, just, just pick one.
2: Is it Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? No... Far Dude, off. as if
0: he wasn't going to use the one
2: that's... Tony Hawk,
3: PlayStation 1 and 2 remake.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're kidding it. me, man. You're a dickhead. You always
3: ask the cheat. You always ask the cheat of, um. have we mentioned it this show?
2: I always I ask always that question.
3: Cheat. Game over, man. Game over. And at the end of that round of Dan versus the world, we have Dan on 15 and the world on 14. My I'm
2: goodness.
1: Sorry, That's all right. We we got closer to my age bracket at the end there.
0: So next one, <laughs> I should be all right. Was That that was like White Zombie or Rob
2: Zombie, or was, that, that I was it? That oh, was Rage Against
3: the Machine. Ah, I didn't even know the right <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. Jesus I, was giving... okay, I, thought I knew it was, that... it was Rage Against the Machine. Can I get a bonus point? No, you get nothing. You didn't ask. Oh that. wait, getting...
3: So, so that means half a point. Does that mean I get a point? Yeah, you're on 15. That's what I just said. Well, and once you're done, take us out because this show's run very long. Has it? It has.
0: Well, let's go to this screen. Is this a screen? Okay, no, that's screen. a good idea. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> we have been hack the dino. This is our critical path. You've been listening and watching to us over on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. While you're there, press that follow button so you can be notified when we're on next. Uh, we have also got a YouTube channel, which is where we usually stream when we're not banned from there from breaking the rules of physics. Is that soon? Uh, do we get uh, back there soon? Yeah, we're no, gonna we're gonna we're break the laws of physics soon. <laughs> uh we got another month, so start of July, we're back there. Uh so you can go over there What's... and look at other videos that we upload, as well as something new that I'm pondering and, and thinking of. But anyway, youtube.com backslash hack the dino you can also follow us on mixer which is at mixer.com backslash hack the dino which we've had a fair few people on there this episode so that was nice to see our mixer audience coming together and watching us slag off xbox uh if you don't like looking at us slag off Xbox, xbox i did um you can see us over on the soundcloud and and the other audio things that have pods because they're cast and casting their pods podcasts. that's what they're called they're over there on itunes are over there on spotify and on soundcloud and all other podcast servers if you could leave a review there as well that'd be very very helpful and again you can subscribe to those things so you automatically get it downloaded into your feed uh we're on social media stuff as well facebook.com backslash hack the dyno <laughs> instagram.com backslash hack the dino and join our discord that's probably the best way to talk to us if, if you want to do that
0: you can um, um you can talk to some of the, all the beautiful people in the chat tonight you can get great comments like pp poo poo which is in there at the moment
3: <laughs> so if you want more pp and poo poo and hard drives head on over to bit.ly backslash hack the dino dan you got something to plug
0: um, I want everyone to go out there and listen to my new podcast that I've just created called Terror Vision Horror um, Podcast, which is, it's on all the podcasting services, is that what they're called? Podcasting services out there. And we also have a YouTube channel as well, where I talk about horror movies with my co-host Jennifer, um, the Dream Warrior Strand. Uh, I love that. I, I, I just created this thing where everyone needs to have nicknames. I love it. Um, you never get to say yours, Ben, because you introduce.
3: Yeah, that's fine. I don't need one. Well you have one. Doesn't matter. I'm too cool.
0: Anyway, um, go over. So go, uh, just search for Terrorvision Horror Podcast on its uh, podcast services or on YouTube and subscribe and join and like and comment and make me better.
3: <laughs> We've been trying.
0: That's all uh, I got,
3: Brayden. Brayden, you got any pluggables? Yeah, just one quick one. Uh, Millennium oh, Braden! 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 It's a hard drive. It's a hard drive. <laughs> God
1: damn it. I'm g- I, we need to make an actual piece of art for that because. Right. Do you know what we haven't plugged? Our bloody
3: merchandise. Yeah, well, because we're not wearing it yet. That's not, we're oh. going to wait until we're all wearing it. So shh. Anyway, Braden, what are you plugging? Who knows where that uh, is? The,
1: uh, the hyper-illegal merchandise that uh, we can't talk about yet. Um, no, so Millennium Movie Talk, uh, it's a movie podcast. We normally talk about the news, but there's not much news. We're slowly getting back to news season because things are possibly opening soon. Emmy. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, Millennium Movie Talk, we just recently did a tier list for the MCU movies, and we just did Star Wars as well. So highly recommend going and checking that out. Star.
2: Floppy, what do you got to plug? uh look if you're sitting there on instagram go check me out at floppy plays games uh i post games that i picked up games that i'm playing if you look on there later tonight you may or may not may not see a little game called manny to pop up on there what i want
0: to play that Mm -hmm. so bad
3: and (laughs) you can follow me over at mr benjamin on instagram or at ben rosenthal on twitter much like floppy i put my gaming pickups uh we're all going on a big gaming scavenger hunt on sunday as well just around to the local uh, secondhand shops to see if we can't pick up some stuff so head on over to instagram follow me follow everyone on there there might be some video stories coming through also you can check out our little sub podcast or a side quest uh podcast damn what are you doing that's a surprise Teases. uh retro <laughs> trigger Retro Trigger is a deep dive into anything retro that's 15 years or older. I have special guests on once a month and talk to them. Uh, The first episode is up. You can get it in this uh, feed here or just by searching Retro Trigger. I uh, speak to Floppy about his very first Super Nintendo, we take a look at the history of the Super Nintendo and some of the more expensive games. Uh, second episode is coming up next month and I've oh I've got Sean Fuster from The Advertiser. He's a uh, best-selling author, he's also a uh, legal uh, court law reporting guy, professional Journalist uh journalist he's a journalist man who can use words uh he's also a massive transformers generation one fan so we're going to uh talk about that transformers gen one and that guy he knows stuff i i could have basically just got up and left and let him talk because uh he he obliterated me so if you like hearing me being shown up for being the uh, fraud that i am make sure you subscribe to act the dino and retro trigger the
0: best the best part of us keeping the merch secret is that there's actually an auto message that came up in the chat with the link to the merch. <laughs> I yeah. Didn't I I didn't... Anyway,
3: this has been the 97th episode of Hack the Dinos Critical Path. Thank you for watching, listening, being you. You're, you're the best. You're the best you that there ever was. I've got it. i really good authority.
1: Your and everyone on always me. remember,
0: it's,
3: it's
1: a hard, a hard drive. drive. It's a hard
0: drive. Bye. <laughs>